Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is your commander in chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the juggernaut, Yo! Jake Ellenberger. I'm back. As well as his, his, uh, his trainer, right? Or his uh, sort of trainer? His, uh, uh, he's my, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a coach. He's on the, the, the staff. He's a coach. He's, he's, a, he's, a, yeah, coach. he's a coach. His, uh, he looks like a scary dude, uh, but he's, he's here with us. Before we get going, I want, what's your name, by the way? Torin. Torin. What's your Torin. name? What's my name? You go, you I'm go, that guy. Do you, you, you go by Torin? Just Torin. Yeah. Just Torin. All right. Like Madonna. No, nah, Torrin Hill, but yeah, yeah. Torrin Hill. Call me Torrin. There's not a whole lot of Torrens out there. There's actually a very few of us. Nice. So it makes it pretty easy. When someone so. says Torrin, they're usually talking to me. I'm Torrin what to call you. No, I'm kidding. No. All right, so that's a horrible, horrible <laughs> joke. Listen. They before, said you're a comedian. Yeah, I know. They, they, they lie. They said. Uh, before we start, I'd like to thank our sponsors. Uh, sponsors, yes, plural. Uh, I want to thank Amber Leroy. Uh, they make the best wraps, hand wraps. Uh, they have Amber Leroy Combat Sports. They started making their Leroy. Gauze, I got it right. I've been saying gauze for the last couple of weeks. Gauze in 1937 in Mexico City. Because of the way Leroy conforms and secures to every angle of the fist, you will not find a more comfortable or reliable wrap for fighters. Jake, you're a fighter. Fantastic wrap. Yes. I appreciate it. Yeah, You've actually used it before? Yeah, I actually have. Nice. There we go. After nearly 80 years in the fight business, Amber Leroy launched a new line of hand wraps, gauze, and tape. Their skin wrapper... Gauze. Gauze. Gauze and tape... Their skin ripper tape uses the most aggressive, adhesive available and holds like steel round after round. Jake normally knocks people out in one round, but, you know, you never know. You might, someone might take you the distance. Uh, definitely not a chick. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the, uh, the Casador gauze is made with 100% American cotton that absorbs sweat without fraying or stretching out. Their pro-white tape is ideal for grapplers or gyms on a tight budget. I know rain closed down, so you're gonna be you're, you're a nomad right now. So rain you, has closed the doors, unfortunately. So you're on a tight budget. Um, yeah, I'm always on a tight. budget. Always on a tight yeah. budget. Jake is tight. Uh, the 200 inch, like Marina, uh, long. I mean, in different ways. Uh, long Primero hand wraps leave extra length for making knuckle pads or reinforcing the fists. Plus, if you get injured, they have a full line of compression wraps for treating injuries and sprains. I know I tore my ACL. I've been wearing their th- uh, their wraps while running. I've been running five miles uh, a couple times a week. Really? I actually am. I'm getting awesome, I'm man. getting back in shape. Everything is made with pride in Mexico. And the U.S. Not only do we get the highest quality, also factory direct pricing. Check them out at AmberLeroy.com. And uh, that's it. A-M-B-R-A-L-E-R-O-Y.com. Also, I want to thank our second sponsor, Restoration Pro. Restoration Pro. Listen, guys. Has your business been vandalized with graffiti? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals of Remove It Restoration. They remove graffiti, restore etched windows, and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is important. Don't leave it in the hands of amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at Remove It Restoration at one 
424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com. Listen, I know it's got to be really hard. You get a business going. All of a sudden, people vandalize it. They put graffiti everywhere. That sucks. That's terrible. Nobody wants that. Go to removeitrestoration.com and get rid of that. Get your business back together. These guys do it for a fraction of the cost. They're huge MMA fans. They sponsor Fighter. They're, they're, they're just, these are the best guys that I know. So make sure you go with these guys because they will get their graffiti off your storefront. And finally, Dude Wipes. Yes, Dude Wipes has now sponsored the show. Dude Wipes are the first branded men's wipe on the internet. Yes, ladies, you're not the only ones who are going to have clean asses. Nope, Bruce Jenner can use this twice. Trust me, guys, nothing turns a woman off like getting when you get naked and then they have a whiff of stench down there. I know. I have had four women pass out due to my stenchy ass no before way. dude wipes. Wow. I'm telling you, this has changed my, my life. I, plus, guys who, do, who roll doing jujitsu, I mean, come on. How many times have you roll with a guy and you can just t- take a whiff of his horrible ass stench? Oh, you just, you just, just that smell terrible in general. Absolutely. Awful. Well, listen. Dude wipes, they, they, it doesn't matter how big your ass is, these guys will take care of the stench. It could be, it, it, they're 44 square inches on our travel packs. That's, that's a, it doesn't matter, your ass could be as big as uh, Conor McGregor's ego, or it could be as small as Ariani's ass, okay? Doesn't matter. Dude wipes has you covered. They're, they're, they're also flushable. Get rid of all the evidence. It's like John Jones after a car accident, okay? They'll even clean up his mess. Trust me, dude wipes, your wipe will be gone like vandalized silver from a drug test. If you thought Demetrius Johnson was fast, wait till you see how fast dude wipes flushes down your toilet. <laughs> dude wipes, trust me, you ladies don't want your ass stinking like Kimbo Slice's ground game. They, 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 they want your ass smelling nice, and dude wipes has it. It is so clean that like, I actually used dude wipes, Ariane took with my ass, held up a number 10. That really happened. She put 10 on that, – that, that didn't really happen. Okay, but listen. <laughs> Uriah Faber can wipe his chin with it. That's, that's how great dude wipes are. Make sure you go to dude wipes. Order them today because, uh, because people need your dude wipes. You got to have a clean ass. Trust me on this one. Go to uh, Amazon.com forward slash dude products. Amazon.com forward slash dude products. Clean your asses, guys. Really, really important. Speaking of clean asses uh, – how was your week, Jake? What's going on? It was great. It was great. You know, I've, I've been, uh, you know, I've been back in training, just just staying busy as always. Yeah, um, yeah. I had had quite a few meetings. I was in, I went to Vegas. And I was down in Lake Havasu this last weekend. What were you doing uh, in Havasu? With my girlfriend, actually. She's from there. Nice. Yeah, and her family. So I got to spend some time down there, get away for a little bit, and uh, and now I'm back. But it was good though. Yeah? yeah, so it's like official. You and the girlfriend, you guys are. Oh yeah. Exclusive. We're doing. Yeah, we're doing well. She's great. There you go. Yeah. Nice. And how's I know now I like I mentioned before rain closed down. That was, that was, that was one of your gyms. Yeah. Uh, what's going yeah. on with that? Uh you know it's it's unfortunate. I mean um you know Mark Mark Munoz he's getting ready. He's actually fighting here in a few weeks um out in in the Philippines but yeah. you know it's it's it, it is it's it's kind of one of those things that, that it's uh you know there's there's good things we can take away and then there's and there's some unfortunate things but um you know everyone's kind of trying to collect himself you know see where they're gonna go everyone kind of does their own thing you know but you know I, and i i've been i've been pretty consistent i got you know i got a great team around me so you know i mean uh things are very structured for me so, so where are you are you going to staying in like glendale kings are you are you just uh, kind of yeah a, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, right I am, yeah training training in la still um you know i got 
actually one of one of my one of my coaches here, Torn Hill. So uh, you know, excited to to hear you guys talk to him. But um, yeah, and no, like I said, everything's going well for me. We don't have an opponent yet. Um, I think it's going to be July 11th, but we don't. We're still waiting to hear. Oh, nice. So uh, in a Vegas fight fight weekend. Yes. Yeah. Now, have has Joe Silva called you and said, "Who do you want to fight?" No, you know, it's it's one of those things. They're, they're I, I don't know really what the you know what they're what they're holding on. They're they're trying to find the right opponent. I'm not really sure, but um, as far as we know, that's that's the. Who the are some of the guys you want to fight? Anybody rank anybody in the top Come, ten? You know, there's not like three guys that you'd like. You, I mean, I, I when when the Brown fight went off with with Diaz, I was I was um, I had text Dana about the fight with Brown, but. Uh, you know they they already matched him up, so that didn't. What about happen. with Diaz? But uh, yeah, he's not really relevant in the welterweight division. But right. sure, I, I do it for laughs. I do it for fun. What about what about Nick Diaz? Yeah, well, I, 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 listen, Adam, I'll, I'll fight anybody, <laughs> preferably ranked in the top ten. You know what I mean? I'm not right. here to waste my time. I, I'm I'm really um, getting momentum and looking for that 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 world title fight. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you link up with Torn? Um, you know, Torn, it's, it's funny, actually, a friend of mine, um, John Orlando, who, uh, rec- who, who's, who's been friends with Torn for a while now and, and actually did a, did a, a seminar with, with, uh, the, the Taurus program and kind of introduced us to, and so, you know, the, the, I kind of, the more I got to know Torn, you know, he's, he's a, he's a very smart guy and, and, uh, he, he brings a lot of, uh, a lot of structure to the table and he's got a, he's got a, a background with, um, you know, with the military and working with the special operations, special forces, so it's, a uh, it definitely brings a new kind of a new outlook for for me in, in combat sports. Yeah, Torrance Jake was saying for his last fight that you were like dropping him off in the desert, or, or like putting him in some kind of crazy combat situations where he was like being like kidnapped by Iraqi soldiers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he had what to shoot his way out? Yeah. What what exactly do you do? What's n- none of that was uh, actually. He's just feeding your line. But yeah. oh, okay, okay. So what 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 is your specialty? <laughs> uh, so the program we developed really is about. Uh, combat mindset. It's about basically being able to generate a level of of stress and terror for the individual so they can actually learn and practice essentially at the same headspace that they're going to be in when they actually need to execute as opposed to kind of there's a there's a split where you, you train and you practice all the time and I've likened it in the past to, uh, you know, Bruce Banner shows up to the classes and Bruce Banner does all the training, Bruce Banner does all the sparring and then you get in the fight and the Hulk shows up and the Hulk's like a terrible physicist. He's, he's, he's good at physics, but he's just not a very good physicist. So you need to basically get a chance to, to actually talk to and work with the guy who's actually going to be inside the cage. And so our, for our focus, you know, there's a, a, a kind of a new development for us. Uh, our focus has been mostly in uh, federal law enforcement and special operations community. These guys have to deal with critical incidents, high threat sort of scenarios. And so our focus has been trying to generate that sort of, of uh, intellectual or, or psychological experience, rather. So that's really where we. So were you in the, in the military yourself? I was not. No. Oh, so how did you develop this? So I, I got asked by a federal law enforcement agency to develop a program for them, and based upon some of my other work in the you know self defense market, as it were, and so I put this program together, and I did a bunch of interviews, and realized that the the missing piece here wasn't that people needed to know how to kick better or you know throw more incredibly you know uh, complex techniques on people. It was actually that people just needed to be much more familiar with what a fight feels like. So. Fighting uh, for real for your life is incredibly stressful, and it makes a lot of your techniques evaporate. Right. So when someone's trying to you know murder you or chew your face off, it definitely you know makes you think twice about whether or not you should be going for that type of armbar or choke. Totally changes up your game plan. So part of this was about being able to have a level of stress in training that 
is as close to a life or death situation as you can get. So what were you doing? Like bringing his ex girlfriends to complain and stuff? Like what what, what type of no, stress? No, that was were you? that was a little bit too stressful. So we, we decided we would we would dial that back a little tiny bit. So what type of stress were you giving him? Uh, that is uh, as large a stress as you can handle. So part of this is you know the, there's a thing called the combat stress response, essentially like the, the precursor to PTSD. And there's a couple different ways to kind of look at how people resolve really high stress situations. And one of the most important ones is how they how they end up going. So if they're positive or negative, you're essentially building in the idea of positive or negative response to stressors. So uh, PTSD being an example of a negative response to stress. So part of our kind of our, our game plan from like a Bandura sort of a, uh, you know learned mastery sort of idea. Uh, is that we need to actually make sure that it is incredibly stressful but successful. But, I mean, but for example – You're trying to get particulars. Yeah. I appreciate you trying to get particulars. Are you not going to tell me any? Uh, I, am, I actually have signed the NDA. I'm not allowed to, to speak oh. about it. So. so, okay. Just tell me if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm close. I know Jake You're not close. for a long time was getting no pussy. So were you taking a huge vagina and putting it in the room? Like, ah! Like without no, – that, that wouldn't stress him out. No, uh, oh, right. Yeah. That would make after, him After uh, being you – know, <laughs> taking a guy who's, who's parched in the desert and offering him water wouldn't really – Oh, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, all right. Uh, so yeah, we had to take a different approach. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way we, it was it was nice when when we had uh, Trig on the show too. He kind of he kind of touched on a little bit, but yeah, you know, he's uh, you know Trig knows Torn as well, and, and he knows you know kind of the things that um, we've talked about. It, and, and it's been it's just been interesting to kind of learn more about how you know the way we perceive stress and and, and everyone you know it, people like to use the term the, the adrenaline dump in, in, in a fight and, and it's kind of you know in a way people like to, to lean on that to, to why they why they either suck or why they lose and it's like no you you lost because there, there's many reasons why you lost but it's like they try to oversimplify things and it's like training doesn't put you in a certain you know s- stressful or, or horrific kind of a that feeling you know what I mean like it's it's right. almost like you know you can you can you can take a women's self-defense class but when someone's r- really trying to rape you there's you know there's a completely different Characteristics, so right. that's, that's kind of what um, you know. Torn's been really wow, specializing. That's, that's very. It sounds very stressful. It's uh, well, we we try to make it you know as stressful as it possibly can be for each individual. So we try to scale it. What I do to to, to Jake is not what I do to you. Right, uh, it would just be different as far as like the the level of particular things. So there's really about six different ways that people perceive stress, and so we have kind of each one of those six different kind of. Um, so where can people methods. find? So say I'm a fighter. And I'm like, okay, I like the way Jake fought his last fight. Maybe, maybe he's onto something. Maybe this is work. Where can people find you? Uh, so I, quite honestly, this is our first time. This is our first foray into mixed martial arts. Uh, we've not been in this space at all. So they would – I'm not really sure how they'd find me. I guess I'd go to tourist.org and, and look at our website. But, but in reality, this is kind of a new thing. So we're working with uh, Strong Sports Gym out of Los Angeles and to try to d- basically do this program. Uh, it's kind of a, a newer uh, application of our of our kind of focus. So this isn't really a core competency for us right now. Right. But we are slowly building it out, and, and Jake's a, a, a perfect candidate, and also a, a great poster child for it. It's working out great for us. I mean, so far, so far it's, it seems like it's, it's doing pretty well. I'm actually having a very stressful week uh, as well because someone make it worse. Someone keyed up my car. Uh, oh, I, ha- I had a rental car in South Carolina. I talked about it last week, uh-huh. and I did park like a jackass. I'm not going to lie. The, the lot was completely empty. I-, I went to get a regular car. They had no small cars in, so they gave me a huge Ram, Dodge Ram, which I'm not familiar with that of, of, of actually driving. Yeah. So there was like a 500, you know, empty lot. I kind of left it. I was late for a show. My mind's everywhere. I come back. To, the lot's completely full, but my car is kind of blocking people sort of. Not really, but it wasn't a great parking lot. Some asshole keys up the entire car, right? So I had to return the rental. I'm like, okay, my car insurance will take it. My car insurance doesn't take rentals. 
my credit card company, American Express. All right, they said they cover rentals. They go, oh, because it was a Dodge Ram, we don't, we don't uh, do SUVs. I'm oh like, but I didn't gosh. even want to get an SUV. I wanted to get a small car. Yeah. So now it's going to be over $2,000 worth of damage out of my own pocket. Minute, so with the rental company, did, did they have the – did you have – you just had your own private insurance. You yeah. Insurance. Yeah, yeah. And then my, my private insurance won't cover the rental coverage. The, I figured, okay, at least my credit card will. So anyway, bottom line is buy an Amerosa T-shirt because uh, I'm uh, – <laughs> I'm, I gotta raise two thousand dollars quick, like it, man. Yeah, it sucks. I was I was just not expecting to just let just shell out two thousand dollars. I mean, that's just so. I was. Did, I, you, did you book online or just when you got there? I booked online. It was I, I had the cheapest car. You know, uh, it's See, Myrtle Beach. I'm not well, gonna that's drive. That's actually where you could use that. That's leverage right there because you actually rented a smaller car, but they upgraded you. On it said their once you watch. sign the contract, doesn't matter. I, I, I tried using that defense. I flipped out yesterday on these people. I mean, what kind of, what kind of, I'm not, you know, car insurance that doesn't cover the car. So now I have, it's just a, what a fucking pain in the ass. So that was, uh, wow. But, and I had an audition for a Disney show, which I was actually for Kirby Buckets. Have you heard of this? Uh-uh. It's a show on Disney. Is and he a baseball player? Kirby Puckett. This is Kirby Buckets. Oh, gotcha. So I actually, I was late for the, so I, I, I put it up myself on tape. I got a call back. They wanted me to come in there to, be, to play an older Kirby. So, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you get the call on Thursday night, come in Friday, here's 12 pages to memorize, six different scenes, but we might not do, but we might only do the first scene, but just know the other scenes. So I'm up till four o'clock in the morning, just working, 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 spending $100 on my acting coach before I get there. I do the read, which wasn't that great. I'm like, let me do it again. The lady's like, doesn't matter. You don't look enough like Kirby Buckets. So then it was just a complete waste of time. Oh, man. More stress. And then in addition to that, $2,000. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So well, they, they couldn't have told you that before you went to the audition? They like... already saw me on tape. They should have to bring oh. me back in. What a pain in the ass. So, uh, you know, but whatever. Sorry to hear that. But I had a really good acting class last night, actually. I actually got emotional. I actually really? cried during my scene. I never cry. I was like, I think I've, I've reached a different level. Like were you, my... you were supposed to cry? Or you yeah, I was supposed to cry. Yeah, no, no, the, the scene went so <laughs> I bad. Know, I started like... falling, you asshole. <laughs> no, I thought you, like, you went so well. You were just you were beside yourself. No, I was, it was an emotional scene. And I was, it was good for you. It was That's good. Nice. I was actually like proud of my performance. I'm not, not the crying is the mark of a good actor, but, uh, you know, it's hard for me to, to get to that level. Yeah, we saw Tropic Thunder, we know. Yeah. It's, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, it is yeah. hard to do. Thank you. I appreciate thing. that. So did, was it Was it the the dog as a child, or what was the... What was it the... was actually... It was just... Uh, I just connected a lot with the character. It was a character from actually from uh, uh, from the show Navy Street, which is starring Joe Jonas. I don't know if you actually... Uh, from the Jonas Joe Brothers? Yeah, yeah, the Jonas Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a show You identified on... with one of the Jonas Brothers? No, uh, that, that would have made me cry if I would have lost I that fight. I would have cried. I probably would have yeah, yeah. lost that fight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was good. So that was actually I was actually really <laughs> proud of myself to, to to get to that level. You know, yeah, best the best. I have fifteen years of acting classes, the best I've ever done. That's so great. Pat myself on the back. Unfortunately, sometimes it's that was like chest, by the way. Uh, thank you, I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, no, but unfortunately, sometimes it's like. It's an acting class. Like six people saw it. It's not like I, you know, <laughs> right, right. You're All like, that investment and in it gets yeah. six people. Yeah, you're like, but fuck. still, you're, 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 it's a breakthrough. It's a breakthrough. You know, exactly. You can go on auditions and like you've reached a new level. You're, you're, you're ex- you, yes. You set a new. Although default. sometimes it, I, I, it bothers me because sometimes I feel like my best work's in acting class. I feel like sometimes yeah. like that fighter who who does great in practice and goes oh, to yeah. the cage and just it's an incredibly common phenomenon. Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to basically make. Your the, the mental state that you have in your practice you need to bring to your auditions, but yeah. you're obviously building up the auditions in your own mind as well, which I, is 
a little bit of a mental block that's keeping you from being able to perform the way you'd like to. Absolutely. But I don't know. I just met you, so maybe I could be wrong. No, you're right. Yeah, you're sorry. right. You're sorry. right. I'm going to be next to you in this class. I don't think you want to be next to him. We might not be friends if you're out of, I don't know. You'd yeah. Like, really? Uh, so John Orlando, the guy that, that introduced uh, Jake and I, uh, you know, <laughs> Jake's first comment after the first day was, uh, I thought John Orlando was my friend. It's yeah. uh, nice. Yeah, it definitely well, makes you question your friendships. Well, that's good though, man. When and I think even relating to like your your breakthrough last night with fighting, I mean, a, a lot of because <clears throat> a lot of people just it's hard to talk, you know, because they don't understand really what Torn does. But I, I agree because we can't exactly talk a lot about how we get to that level because or to a, to a certain scenario because it's like, um, you know, even you getting <clears throat> getting to that that point. Where you you know where you cry and, and that's obviously hard hard thing to do and same thing like when you fight you're you're at this emotional state or people are like oh you know whatever people feed off you're angry you're mad whatever it is but you kind of have to be somebody else when you yeah. get into it in, into the octagon so it's like unless you can actually we can see and get and talk to that person in you know what I mean in a, in a environment in a training environment which is very really hard to do like for me to to just hate everybody and everything you know to get to kind of a dark place to to where you're okay with just people dying that's a hard place to get to you know what i mean that, that's kind of a place that we've explored with with torn wow. that's just the way i can relate to to what you were saying about last night nice well i mean that, look i mean the results don't he, don't kill everybody in the well in not, the, yeah. no class, i mean look saying. josh koshek was drooling he was on the he was on the, the canvas <laughs> with drool coming out of his mouth thanks to this guy uh so something's something's think, going right i think the the element from that fight that stood out the most or at least to the people who who gave me feedback was uh the amount of calm that you saw out of jake was you know, the game plan went exactly according to plan. Like everything pretty much was exactly what we discussed. Uh, in reviewing the footage, it's, it's exactly the things we practiced. Uh, you know, the choke was exactly the choke you dropped on Joe, you know, 20 minutes before stepping in the cage. Like it was like literally exactly what he'd done in the past. Room, yeah. In the warm-up room, he practiced that, that no-arm darts. I forgot about that until you brought that up. Actually. Oh, no, it was, yeah. it was, it was it, everything that we did was the stuff that, that we'd done on the lead-up. Really, the, the last three weeks of build-up was exactly what we saw in the ring, like one for one. So, so do you work a lot with like Navy SEALs and like CIA guys? <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I have friends in, in special operations. Do you so. work with like hitmen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's anywhere near as, as, as like juvenile excitement as you imagine. It's not the, uh, there's not like the, the cool part about being 13 does not really exist out there. Like hitmen wouldn't call me up. They, Okay. Just there, so not like paid. Jason Bourne doesn't call you? No, not so oh. much. Not All so right. Much. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of try to deal in reality as much as possible. So Somebody who needs to call you is John Jones. Uh, let's talk about that. <laughs> he needs that. to call all authorities, if I'm not mistaken. So. Oh, I know. He's turned himself in. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, he's turned himself in. He's, 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 he's out. Uh, $2,500 bail. $2,500 bail, which is, I guess he paid it all in like rolled up dollar bills. Um, <laughs> but John Jones... Uh, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, let me just go on for a rant for a second. Here's a guy who has everything. Mm-hmm. He's the best fighter in the world. I know people say Demetrius Johnson. I think it's John Jones. I mean, the guys he's beaten, let's look, Cormier and Belfort and Shogun. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's beaten a list of killers and made it look easy. The guy, and it's not just due to natural talent. He guy works his ass off in the gym. You can't get that well. But he has a certain amount of, of gifted ability that... So many fighters would kill for. You can look at these guys, even the guy we have on, Nick Newell, who's fighting with one arm. I mean, some of these guys have to work so much harder to get to even half the talent that John Jones has. Mm-hmm. And this dude's pissing it away. I mean, okay, first you go into a poll, okay, drunk driving, 
All right, that's one. Okay, then getting caught with cocaine. All right, all right, that's that's ridiculous, but okay. And now a hit and run. Allegedly, he hit a he hit a pregnant woman who then fucked up her arm. He fled the scene, dude. I've gotten many accidents before, which mm-hmm. have been my fault. Where I wanted to flee the fucking scene. You don't flee a scene of an accident. Mm-hmm. It's just something you don't do. You have to man up. You 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 hurt somebody, a pregnant woman. You stay in the. Fu- you, of course, you may want to fucking run, but mm-hmm. you don't run. When he jumped out of the car, he, he, the fact that he didn't go over and check on anybody else was kind of telling. It shows that this dude, like, he is an entitled guy who thinks the world fucking revolves around him and doesn't give a fuck about anybody else but himself. Uh, unfortunately, he's also the guy who's the best fighter in the fuck in the world. Uh, but come on, now now what? Like. You're robbing the fans. The fans want to see you. They want to see you versus Anthony Johnson. The people, people pay a lot of money to watch you fight. And, and, and you've gotten rich off that. Like You owe it to yourself and you owe it to those fans to not, not do shit like this. And, and if you're going to run, take the weed with you. What are you leaving a fucking marijuana <laughs> pipe in the car? I mean, mm-hmm. you took everything else. Uh, it just it makes no sense. I mean, uh, Jake, thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he, he continues to make one bad decision after another, you know, and it's, you know, it just, it shows like, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's attributes to the kind of the people he's around to, you know I mean? It's just like kind of one of those, you know, you make a mistake, people can forgive you. You, you, you know, you make the same mistake a couple of times or even continue to make it, you know, it's, it, but yeah, it was very, it, it sucks. It, it's like the sport is, you know, we're, we're trying to continue to grow the sport globally and be more socially accepted socially acceptable and it's like people see guys like him and it's like well how can i look it up to him like a, a role model you know what i mean but it's 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 sad to see it really is and like i i met john jones a couple of years ago right after the bonner fight he was a nice guy a super nice guy uh, he was a humble guy it was you know he was impressed that i knew him and, and you know there's there's john jones that that, that won the state championship that 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 stayed in college, that that didn't go to the, the big school to take care of his pregnant girlfriend at the time. You got to get back to that John Jones. He probably does a lot of good for people. Yeah. It's not all bad. You know, and that's I mean, it, it, that's even my my dilemma with John is is like I, I like John. You know, we're friends, but it's like it's not even you know you, what you do in your time is on you. Like if you want to do do take what do whatever you want, that, that's that's your life. But the the hit you know hitting a, a pregnant woman then just just rolling out like that's just I me. Mean, you can't do that. Like you're not even like like Torrance said, you're not even checking on to see if she's okay. It's like, dude, she's she's you know she has she has a ba- she's having a baby pretty soon. It's yeah, like, a 20 year old pregnant woman. I mean, this woman. Crazy. Uh, I guess they said it's she's okay. Uh, a broken arm. Right? A broken arm, but it's you know she's probably gonna make a lot of money right now. I mean, she's probably the kids probably be paid for college at this point. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, we'll be curious hopefully. to see what the, what the prosecutor chooses to do with that because the the breaking the arm. From a from a liability standpoint, like I shouldn't say liability, but from the the repercussions of that, the consequences of that, uh, you know that that can constitute depending on how hard the prosecutor wants to go, that can constitute grievous bodily harm. So now he's looking at you know three years, which is which sucks. I mean because we and we've seen this before. We've seen this with Mike Tyson. Mm. Uh, we've seen this with Lawrence Taylor. We've seen this with Dwight Gooden. We've seen this with Daryl Strawberry. I mean, you've seen this with so many great athletes. O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. I mean, but not in his prime. At least, at least O.J. W- waited till he was done fighting, uh, done playing football to, to fuck up, you know. But there's been, there's been so many times where, like, 
it's not like this is the first time this has ever happened. Mm. I mean, the first time it's happened in MMA where a guy that good has been fucking up. Yeah, I think you know part of that is that if we're looking for role models and we're you know or, or heroes and we're picking people who can throw a ball or a punch and, and saying that those guys are probably good people, you know that's a mis- misattribution. Like no, we don't right. know, right? We don't know who that guy is. Yeah. So you know we find mm. out like Jake's Jake's a great guy. That's one of the reasons I work with him is because Jake's actually a, a great person. Uh, if he was a dirtbag, I wouldn't hang out with him. Right. But. If you end up, you know, picking people because they're doing well in sports, and then you go, "Oh, that guy's got to be a great person because he can sport. Ah, he can be a total jackass. No, it doesn't. But but you also, I think you do have an, uh, I think you do have some sort of obligation. Look, parents are the number one role models, not athletes. You're but here. you do have you have a, John Jones has an obligation to his kids to be a good role model. Oh, yeah. I mean, and also. But he does make for great jokes, uh, and <laughs> he does – all this has made – and I actually wrote down my top 10 John Jones jokes that I wrote. I can't wait. You want to hear him? I can't wait. Uh, not any order. Uh, Evan, you ready? Uh, do the drum roll, please. All right. So there would have been more witnesses to John Jones fleeing the scene of the crime, but they all got poked in the eyes. <laughs> That's uh, a good joke. Yeah. Uh, Kanye West told John Jones, no disrespect, but Rampage had the best hit-and-run accident of all time. God. <laughs> John Jones is on the run. Word is he's hiring in the Bellator prelims because no one will see him there. Oh. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> John Jones is claiming he only did cocaine to stay awake for the... Just, no, I'll do this again. All right. John Jones is claiming he only did coke to stay awake during the... DJ, DJ, I can't even say Demetrius Johnson fight. I'm going to get this one. John Jones is claiming he only did coke to stay awake during the Demetrius Johnson fight. Yes. <laughs> okay. Boom. Thank you. Ah, ah. <laughs> All right. The good news is John Jones is wearing his Reebok sneaker while running from the cops. <laughs> oh. Someone please tell the UFC. Oh, someone please tell John Jones the UFC does not stand for ultimate fucking cokehead. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> the cops knew John Jones was high when they told him to walk on the straight line and he tried to snort it. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! The UFC announced the main event for UFC 157. Well, yeah, no. The UFC announced the main event for 187 will be John Jones versus Dr. Drew. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then some more. The Albuquerque PD. Uh, well, this is bad when I thought there was cocaine in the car. There wasn't, but when, when there was. Uh, Don't have that. the way of a good joke, right? Oh, yeah, 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 right. The Albuquerque PD knew the cocaine belonged to John Jones because there were holes poked in the bag. <laughs> ah! All right. Uh. John Jones is claiming he didn't do it. It was the one-armed man. <laughs> Police immediately arrested Dick Newell. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Booyah. All right. Uh, and then other guys were getting into it. Josh Koshek wrote, he's in love with the Coco, and he's running from the Popo. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's all right? pretty good. Yeah. And then, yeah, there you go. Yeah. By the way, our, our second annual uh, phone party next year. Oh, yeah. That's coming? true. Yeah. I'm going to have to be there. Uh, Dean Thomas, or D- Dean Thomas wrote, it's typical, it's typical for a brother to hit and run, especially when he finds out the girl's pregnant. Oh. Din Thomas. Yes. Shots fired with Din Thomas. That's, that's so is the Reebok ad, is it pumped to flee? There, that, there we go. Is that one of them? All right. I like it. Torn, <laughs> torn with it. Uh, right. Mars Jones. I love that guy. He wrote, John Jones was involved in hit and run, or as Suge Knight calls it, self-defense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not and bad. David Boy, this guy's pretty funny too. He's a Filipino guy, he's funny. He wrote, The Albuquerque Police Department are now downloadable characters on a new <laughs> EA Sports UFC app. <laughs> oh, that's well great. And well then done. someone else wrote, He was actually following Greg Jackson's game plan of hit and run. Oh, that was, man, that was pretty good, good too. Pretty I like it. So, good. yeah, so thank you People for all the creative. funny jokes. Yeah. People have been sending me funny memes all day. I've, <laughs> I've been laughing my ass off, actually. If people only knew what 
like the butt of the jokes that they are going to be in the future, they would so? behave completely differently. Uh, if yeah. You, if you're like, wow, I'm going to end up being like the laughing stock, <laughs> a maybe. fucking punchline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just going to be that's going to be the terminus is, of your entire career. And John Jones is so arrogant that you like people are upset that they can't beat him in the cage. So now he's beating himself, and this is the way to beat him. It's the same thing with Conor McGregor. I mean, so far, well, we'll see. But it's like a guy's so arrogant. He's just like same with Kanye West. It's like he has that sort of well, like Conor's not getting in trouble though with the no, no, no. But they have that that like that like me first. I'm the best. I'm the greatest attitude. Yeah, yeah. That when they fall and fuck up, people can't wait. They, they love it. Oh yeah. yeah. So you you look at you know you got the guy who's totally self absorbed, and you're hoping that that's the one guy who can take him down. It's yeah. himself. You're like yes. And, that, and, and he's him. doing it. I mean, he's doing. I mean, he might. But yeah, and if you look, like, you just talked about. If you look at, if you look at all like these high profile athletes in the past, they've all done. They've been like self detrimental. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, you're gonna get to a point, but you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're gonna bring themselves down eventually. Like, OJ is actually still looking for the the real criminal. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OJ. Yeah, he was yeah. found innocent in the yeah. court of law in mm. his cellmate. That's right. Uh, yeah. So UFC 186. Did you watch it? I did. Yes, mm-hmm. there were some. Uh, there were some good fights in that. Um, <clears throat> you know. The Demetrius Johnson is so dominant mm-hmm. and uh, and quick, and he's you know I enjoy watching a guy like Demetrius Johnson. To me, when the crowd starts booing and ha- I like, I understand when you would like if you boo a fight. If you, I don't think you should boo anybody, but I understand if you boo a guy who's not engaging at all or sure. just or just sort of running away or whatever. That's, That's not weird. the case. I know with Demetrius Johnson, he's constantly attacking. He's got great takedowns. He's going for the subs. And, you know, some guys are hard to, f- hard to finish than others. Some people you can't finish. For the crowd to boo and to walk out, when GSP had a very similar game plan to Demetrius Johnson, he was their national hero, to me it's disrespectful. And also, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, you, you paid $100 to come in. To, why are you going to boo and leave because a, a guy doesn't knock out another guy within one minute or, or two mm. minutes or five minutes or Well, then minutes. when they finish the fight in 14 seconds, people then complain, oh, my God, what did I pay for this? Yeah. It happened too fast. It's, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a no-win situation. You, just, you, can't, you can't please people, right? Right. It's bread and circuses, and people aren't getting enough of well, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the problem with a lot of, just a lot of fans in, in, for, in MMA in general because – you know, everyone wants to see the the flashy knockout or the or the spinning wheel kicks or, or something crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you know, some guys are are. And, and, but I like Demetrius. I think he's exciting to watch. You know, he's 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 very offensive. He doesn't stop moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like this guy, he's kind of you know, it's kind of not fair. I, I I I like the guy and he's exciting to watch. But or even fans that are like, man, this pay per view sucks. Look, they're giving you two hours of free programming on TV beforehand and another hour on Fight Pass, you know, which is not free, which is $10 a month, whatever. But they're, so you get – what other like – okay, you go to a concert. There's 100 – they're not going to give you the, the first you know, hour free in the concert. Yeah. Like they're giving you free fights to watch. I mean granted if you have Fox Sports and then you're going to complain when the week before they gave you a Fox card. That was one of the best cards of the year Fantastic. For, for free. Yeah. If, I don't know. I think fans uh, just like complaining. I mean, yeah, or people yeah. just like complaining. Or and Plus, the car was better before uh, TJ Dillashaw got hurt, but the guy breaks a rib. I mean, it's, it's that kind of sport. People are going to break yeah. ribs. Um, but the, the Horiguchi, that actually, that last submission was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that like uh, that transition to an armbar he he did. Yeah, that was that was so quick, and you could just tell he's drilled that a million times mm-hmm. in practice because mm-hmm. you can't get anything that fluid without drilling it a million. Oh times. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the rampage versus Fabio. This fight started off pretty funny when Fabio got his nails cut 
on the way to, to the octagon. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Have you ever seen that before? I've seen I've seen a trim before. You know, like if a ref doesn't think it's too long, or if, like you're gonna try to cut but toenails. No, not not that. Yeah, not toenails. It <laughs> was, makes, you, makes you wonder. <laughs> How bad was it? Yeah, I get you're right. Exactly. Was, I mean, Joe Rogan was flipping out, which was kind of entertaining to watch Joe Rogan flip out about anything. Um, Ice. Uh, you know, Derek Brunson said, uh, you know, rampage kicking. It has to be Czech Congo with my, the Michael Jackson bleaching um, because, you know, rampage doesn't throw up a lot of kicks. Uh, but he, I think rampage looked great. He also had a guy that was tailor made in front of him. I mean, Fabio Maldonado is, or Mabadabo, uh, or Baba Babo, as rampage called him at the end. I mean, he's a guy that will just stand in front of you and trade punches. Why he does this is, is beyond me. It's, a, it's like going to boxing because he's doing that in almost every single fight. He has not developed other parts of his game. He did get a takedown in the second. Mm-hmm. But a guy like that, I mean, I mean and he's fought in, you know, Stipe. He's, fought, he's fighting some big punchers yeah. and just literally doing a rock'em, sock'em robot. That, that's, yeah. you know, that boils back down to the game plan going in yeah right there's a lot of faulty game plan in in the in the in the fight game there's a lot of people who are just like okay get in there and you know see who's tougher and and that's what he's doing but with rampage and they said he's got a legendary chin and they weren't talking about his (laughs) (laughs) ex-girlfriend you know but um so i mean with a guy like that it's just a bad game plan i I would assume let's let's be honest adam a a lot of these fighters in ufc they, they didn't Turn down their Princeton scholarship to start fighting. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being real here. So, but he's training an American top team now. Well, yeah, that's what a coach should slap him and say, "What are you doing?" But hey, at the end of the day, he's going to do what he wants. Right. You know. Yeah. But if, okay, <laughs> say say you were Fabio's coach, what what would your game plan for him be? Against Rampage? Yeah. Well, I mean, probably like like any fighters, or like any fight he's in is is. You know, be first to engage, but a lot of movement. Don't you know? You don't, don't want to be a, you don't be a, a sitting target. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we were talking about earlier. Just it, it's kind of like it's kind of the the guy who can who can evade the motor, who can get hit the least. Right. You know what I mean? Is going to take the, the least amount of damage and also be offensive. So, but I mean, now I'm not sure if Rampage looked. He did look better. He didn't gas out, but he also fought a guy that like perfect opponent, perfect opponent yeah. for Rampage Jackson, yeah. and he fought at a catch weight. Which is also kind of ridiculous. Really? That he didn't have to make the weight. Yeah, I guess he was going to, because he was out of the fight, oh, came back. Gotcha. So he didn't have to make 205. Mm-hmm. Uh, would the fight have been any different if he had? Maybe. I don't know. You I know? doubt it. Well, you know, look, and, and look at the from, the, from the UFC standpoint, it's, it's a, Rampage is a big draw. You know, he's got a big fan base, and, and, and that's, a, that's a good fight. They, they, you know, they make, they make mashups based on uh, what's going to be an exciting fight. But who are they going to put him against? Who are they going to put him against? It's going to have that dumb of a game plan. I mean, <laughs> I mean that guy Steve Boss, I guess that guy, the hockey guy, the, the, you know that guy Evan Wright, the guy Steve Bossy, who was that guy like that will stand in front of him. Um, but there aren't that many guys out there, I think, that are just going to stand in front of him and just trade punches. I, like, they're going to have to look. I mean, it's, it's not going to be that that easy of a of a thing. But you know what? I mean, there's always a guy that thinks he's the toughest guy. A guy like. Uh, who who's the guy the guy that got cut for doing steroids, um, for testing positive for steroids would have been perfect for him. The guy that was on the Ultimate Fighter a couple of years ago, he um he fought Kafal Pendred. Hmm. I think I think he's too heavy. He's too I think he's too light. But you know that guy? He was like, this guy was like a bouncer. Mike King is his name. Okay. A guy like Mike King would be perfect for Rampage. <laughs> just to sit, take like yeah. but that's you know, who knows? So we're gonna talk to Nick Newell now. Uh we're gonna come back 
And uh, then we're going to talk to uh, we're going to talk about the CB Dalloway fight, the Kaufman Davis fight, Thomas Almeida, how good he looked, Ben Askren. Uh, you watch his fight? I didn't know. Oh wow! I, I heard a little bit about it. He struggled. He really? struggled. Uh, we're going to talk about the Invicta card. A lot to get to. Um, our first uh, phone call is brought to you by Dude Wipes. So listen, guys, listen. Trust me, you do not want to have a stinky ass. I, I've used Dude Wipes. I have never felt better being naked with a girl than with Dude Wipes. Uh, because because it's something just it just I just smell good, you know. And you want the girl to smell good as well. I mean, yeah. at one point before Dude Wipes, my ass smelled so bad. Kim Winslow told me to stand up and leave the room. That that's how bad she she kicked me out. She wasn't. I didn't even know she was in the, in the room. I was about to have sex with a girl. Kim Winslow walks in and says, "Your ass stinks." Get up and leave. I had to. I had. That's how good. <laughs> she kicked you out. That's she, crazy. She fucking. I'm telling you, my ass was dirtier than Chael Sonnen's urine. But now <laughs> with dude wipes, I'm. T- I, I put. I use this stuff, and uh, it has aloe too and vitamin E. It, what? I said it has aloe and vitamin E. Yeah, so, vitamin so E, aloe. Yeah. I, I, I look forward to taking shits. That's how fucking <laughs> honestly. Like I, I, I have planned shits. Someone so, described this the other day to me. It's like like if, if you. There's no other place on your body that if you had poop on you, you just wipe with a piece of paper until you didn't see more poop, and you'd be like, "That's clean enough." Yeah, like there's no other place on your body. You're like, "Oh, yeah, it passes the white paper test." This guy's officially good to go. crazy. Yeah, just so you know, this guy's nuts. I'm really yeah. happy that you're working with him. Cheers. Okay, so we are going to call Nick Newell right now. Uh, seems like uh, I'm we're looking for calling Nick, and uh, yep. All right, so uh, call Nick. Hello. Hey, is this Nick Newell? Yes, this is him. Hey, this is Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast with uh, Jake Ellenberger. Nick, what's up, man? Yes. And, hey, uh, how's it going? Torrin Hill. And, and Torrin Hill, who's, uh, who's uh, one, of, awesome. one of Jake's coaches. How's everything going, Nick? Good, good. Um, you know, I took a, uh, about a week off after after my fight and then spent a week uh, covering for my coach. He was out of town, so I ran classes and uh now I'm I'm getting back to training and getting ready. Hopefully I'll get a call soon for another fight. Nice. So you're in in uh, Boston now. Um, I'm actually Connecticut, Massachusetts. Um, Southern Massachusetts, Springfield is where I train, but I'm from Connecticut, so I live in Connecticut right now. Oh, nice. I actually went to high school in in a uh, in a uh, Maine. We used to. I went to the Hyde School in Maine, and we used to compete against uh, like Loomis Chafee and Choate. All those schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the um, yeah. Those are those are all private schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I was I slummed it. I went. I was in a public school. Oh well, you're much tougher than I am. Then, um, <laughs> so uh, your last fight, by the way, was awesome. Uh, it was t- tough fight. That guy Joe Condon. Uh, you you were coming off your first loss to, to Gaethje, and uh, but but you look good. Your 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 striking look a lot better. And uh, so, what's it, what what was the difference? How how did how did you, how did you come back from uh, from the uh, loss to Justin Gaethje? You know, losing sucks. It's um it's definitely not ideal, but you know you learn more from your losses than you do from your wins. And uh, I was just a little more relaxed. Uh, I try to have a little bit more fun out there. I usually come in all fired up, and I try to relax and and just kind of flow with it a little bit more. But, uh, you know, he was he was a, definitely a durable guy, and, and he kept moving, and everything was, was a scramble, and he, he kept me on my toes, so that was good. But 
um, he was backing up a lot. So I had a, I really couldn't get into a slug fest with him because he was uh, very long. So I had to kick him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you look great. My dad couldn't believe it. I was like, Dad, you got to see this guy. He's a fighter with one arm. And you got to see him. And my dad was like, holy shit. My dad was really, really impressed uh, by, you know, because he, he, he had never heard of you or, like, seen you. And, and it, is, it is a real impressive thing, man, to think about, like, uh, you know, how far you've come. Uh, and uh, do you ever look back and like think to yourself, man, Jesus Christ, I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I have one arm and I'm a professional fighter. You ever like look back and like think that to yourself? No, I don't ever do stuff like that. It, it's not like super cool to me or like amazing to me. It's just normal. I've always been like this, so I'm not going to do things and and be pretty good for them for a guy. Well, first of all, I I think I only have one hand. I'm missing part of my. Right. forearm but like i have like a lot of my arm right um but like i don't really care i don't get real sensitive when people fuck it up you know it doesn't really matter to me um but if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna be good at it and it's 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 amazing to me and it's awesome to me because when i first started wrestling i sucked i lost like my first 17 matches and uh i i don't think it's amazing because i have only I only have one hand. Maybe I lost a lot because I only have one hand. But right. it uh, it it's never been a thing that like I'm like look at me, you know. Like I just want to, I just enjoy fighting and I enjoy the sport and I want to be the best at it that I can be. And it's just pretty cool that I get to do it on TV and I get to fight good guys and you know make a living out of it. No, but I mean, but like, look about what you had overcome. Like, you, you you lost your first seventeen matches in high school. You then won your next. You, you then won over three hundred matches in high school and college. Nice. Uh, but then you look at a guy like John Jones, right? Uh, who's now you know just throwing <laughs> throwing everything away. I mean, the guy's made it to the top. A guy seems to. I mean. Not that he worked harder than you. I don't know how hard he's worked or how hard you worked, but I feel like he has maybe had more advantages in life. Uh, maybe even, you know, having two brothers that are in the NFL. It's a very talented family, like, you know. But a guy like that who's just taking everything and throwing it out versus a guy like you who has to, you know, overcompensate. I mean, what are your thoughts on John Jones? I mean,. You mean about the whole incident or just yeah. like in general? Everything. Um, in in general, I'd say that, you know, life's not fair. Sometimes people are born with more athletic gifts and, and better genes and more hands than you. You know, that's just the way life is. But I, uh, I don't know. It's just, I'm not like jealous of people like that. I'm just willing to, to work harder. And uh, I can't really say that, that, I've uh, I've been through more than him or, or worked harder than him because I don't know his struggle. You know, I have something that I that you can see that's something I have to overcome. You know, but like I don't know what he's been through, so it's it's not my position to judge him. Um, no, I definitely have made a conscious fun. decision to stay away from uh, you know the nose clams, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. I I don't know his situation, so I I can't say that I've had a harder path than him. I can. Um, yeah, <laughs> I could definitely say. No, you're right. You know, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. That's these are all really good answers. And if you were running for 
politics, I would definitely vote for you. Um, now, as far vote. Nick, well. you've, that's actually a really interesting perspective you have there. The the idea you can, you can see what you're overcoming, but you can't really necessarily see what everyone else is overcoming. Yeah. In a lot of ways, everyone's kind of dealing with their own kind of adaptive training. Everyone's got to overcome their own sort of inabilities, right? Rather now, than just disabilities. Now, uh, lightening things up. Now, I know you must get some crazy fans, right? Like chicks that have some kind of weird fetishes and stuff. Uh, tell us about those things. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, I get hit on by a lot of girls because I'm a good-looking guy. Um, right. And I have a great personality. And, you know, uh, so, okay. I don't know. There's many reasons why why yeah. they love me. But, um, you know, I, I, I actually... I'd say the more popular I've gotten, the less like weird stuff. At the beginning, I got some pretty weird, like people that were obsessed and was me and like liked my arm, and it was it was really strange. Like um, what? One guy like was like, "Hey, can you make a video of how to tie your shoes with one hand?" I work with kids, and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Sure, no problem," you know. And then he's like, "Oh, awesome! Do you think you could like make one like?" putting on and off your clothes and I was like I just blocked what? them <laughs> <laughs> oh man ridiculous uh, what else uh you know Did nothing, nothing really me? nothing that crazy no no chicks like hey Nick I have a really wide badge is there any way you could yeah. do some stuff with it no no <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't live in Los no, Angeles. Never. <laughs> You've never been tempted to. Not yet, at least. Yeah, what was that, Jake? No, I was asking, have you ever been tempted to, you know, I don't know, something in that in that nature? <laughs> I think you. I think you guys asked me this last time. I, was. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we right. did. You guys are just. You guys are just trying to get a soundbite out of me. Yeah, no, that's pretty much. That's exactly though. right. You're right. I know. I know. Sorry about that. All right. So listen. So. <laughs> So, it's so, okay. <laughs> I understand. Headlines, headlines get uh, clicks, right? Right, of course. So, okay. So you lose Justin Gaethje. Uh, now, how how upsetting was that? Like, I, I know some guys, you know, like some guys could bounce back a day later. You know what? It happens. Sometimes that night, hey, it just shit happens. Other guys, they go into some kind of dark depression. Take some a month or two. I get I get weird, you know, phone calls or texts at five o'clock in the morning from casinos. All right. So, what type of person are you? It sucks. I was I was bummed out, but I was also I don't know. I live with live with it. You know, whatever happens, happens. There's nothing I can do. I lost, so I can't go back in time. I don't have a time machine. So what am I going to do? Just give up and, and waste all the hard work I've put in? It sucks. And I knew I was better than that performance and I had a bad day, but I had some things I needed to fix. Um, I'm still working on a lot of them and, and I fixed a bunch of them as well, but there's nothing you can do in this sport. Sometimes you just get your ass kicked. It happens. Mm-hmm. You know, either you're, you're beating someone up or, you're, you gotta, if you can give it, you gotta be able to take it, you know, and, and sometimes how you bounce back really shows your character. I mean, everyone loses. So, it's a part of the sport. I win a lot more than I lose, and I don't plan on losing ever. So, but it happens. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's really good. He's actually one of the, he's, I think, one of the top guys in the world. Uh, but he's, I mean, like, like you said, everyone's beatable. What, uh, how far away from a shot against him do you think you are right now? 
Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, at the beginning of the fight, I was tagging him pretty good. Um, I rocked him on the feet and I went for a takedown and then I didn't get it. And he punished me from there on the ground. And then I never really recovered from it. Um, and I kind of got, kind of got beat up at the end of that fight. So people seem to remember only that part, <laughs> unfortunately. But I mean, I would take a shot as soon as they gave me one, you know, if it was the next one. But I, I realized that I have some work to do and I have to work my way back up to that. So I'm willing to just do whatever they want me to do. Uh, if I have to fight three more times to get it, I'll fight three more times. It's it's not a big deal. Um, as long as I just keep getting tougher and tougher opponents, um, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So I feel like that belt will be mine one day. Well, I mean, you're right there. You're right there, and I, I, I love watching you fight. I think, I think your, your guillotine is probably the strongest guillotine I've ever seen in MMA. I mean, once you strap that on, has anybody got out of that yet? Well, of course, you know. <laughs> People have, uh, have gotten out of it. I mean, practice makes perfect, but I have choked out a lot of, like, high-level jiu-jitsu guys and not just black belts, like world champion black belts with it. Who have you choked out? So, I, uh, I, I have, <laughs> um, well, like world class, you know, like I, I don't want to name any names, um, <sighs> name names but right. like some really good guys. You'd be surprised. All right. Um, so I'll name them and you say yes or no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to go like that. <laughs> but, go. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's a good submission, but a lot of people know it's coming. So I'm, I'm um, I've been working on more ways to, to finish it and different ways to set it up so um, I can get it from pretty much anywhere. But i got to get some more moves, you know, because <laughs> a lot of people, people are getting ready for this. Yeah, yeah. Jake, do you have any moves for him? Any moves? Yeah, that you could help him with? No-arm Dars. Um, yeah, yeah, the Dars is exactly. <laughs> I do a lot of no-arm Dars, you know, head and arm choke, stuff like that. It's just stuff I'm sure he's, he's done before. A no, what's, a, what's a no-arm Dars? Like with, with the Dars, it's basically head and arm choke, like an arm triangle kind of, and, and then uh, we get a lot with, with no arm. That's the one I had on Koscheck. Yeah. The same, the same choke. So it's just a blood choke with no arm. But. Nick, do you know that move? Hello? You don't use your you don't use your arms at all. I saw that. <laughs> no, I just saw he had a guillotine, and Koscheck went to roll out, and he switched it to like a north south choke, and it was kind of it was kind of nuts to me. I thought it was really cool looking, especially because all that foam was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> um, it was kind of weird because. Um... You know, typically when you go for a for a for a Darce choke, you know you you kind of roll under towards the arm side, uh, but to, you know with guys especially that that keep their head low or or you can control their head, um, it's one of those it, it's a deep choke and and, and I've gotten it on on Henner and Hito and Gracie and and, and it works so it's uh, even when he when he tried because he did the right escape he tried to roll you know, go to his go go into his back but um, it was one of those where I knew it was deep where where he was going to go out but um, it's you know it's it's a it's it's one of those it's a blood choke so it's one of those that are that are nearly impossible to get out. It wasn't a north that's the thing it wasn't a north south choke it's just that, that's the position we ended up in but it was it So was still, if Nick if you if like you pull it off in your next fight are you going to thank Jake Alberger for this podcast? <laughs> no, no. Oh, absolutely. I'll give him I'll give him a shout out if they let me talk on the microphone this time. What last time they didn't let you talk on a microphone? <laughs> no. 
Well, they were running out of time for the broadcast. You just take I was the in microphone my home state, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> just take it. Yeah, just take it. And then, and then they start talking. Uh, I, they all ran out of the cage, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. Next time, just take it, and then if he does anything, give him a no arm darts. Then throw your. And just fucking yeah, choke out the microphone. I'll just start biting people. <laughs> just start throw the mic people. into the audience. Well, listen, Nick Newell, man, yeah. uh, you're, you are an inspiration. I know you don't want to be an inspiration. You're just being yourself. Okay, but you're an inspiration to me, and uh, we love having you on the show, dude. Uh, keep up the great work, man. You, uh, honestly, guys like you are what keep me going. So uh, where, where can people find you? Uh, at Notorious Newell on Instagram and uh, on Twitter, and then Facebook.com slash Nick Newell MMA. Right. And I usually I try to take time to answer everyone. So now, are you getting a lot of tail right now? By the way, are, are you actually hooking up with chicks or what? No, <laughs> really? I, uh, I have a girlfriend. I live with my girlfriend. So uh, um, I like the answer is uh, no. But I have that kind of yeah. <laughs> are you, are you guys serious? Is like she the one or what? Yeah, super serious. Uh, we're not like engaged or anything, but she's awesome. So um, I'm not I'm not going around doing bad things. I'm a good boy. Nice. Well, good for you, man. Well, take yeah. care, Nick, awesome, and thanks man. for coming on the show. Yeah. Good to hear from you, Nick. Cheers. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, right, thank you. That was Nick Newell. He's a badass dude right yeah, there. It's crazy. You said over 300 victories in wrestling. Like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, high school, college, it, it, that's, that's a lot. Of, that, that's a big number. Like, people don't realize you have to, you have to be competing in wrestling for, a, you know, a decade to, to hit that. It's, Nick, Nick told me to actually... He actually off the air told me what uh, what's actually the, the the secret for his success, which is what Amber Leroy. Um, they're they're they they are the number one. I'm telling you, they have the best uh, uh, gauze pads, uh, the best. Uh, yeah, I nailed gauze. it that time. Yeah, I'm telling wraps, you, Amber oh, yeah. Leroy. They have the best. Their white tape is is a deal for grapplers and gyms on a tight budget. They're pro white tape. You get their skin ripper tape uses the most aggressive adhesive available and holds like steel. Round after round. Nick Newell yeah. would have zero wins if it wasn't for Amber Leroy. No, I would no, agree. No, no, no. But seriously, Amber Leroy, Swayze, the, the cut woman, she mm-hmm. vouched for it. We had Swayze on two weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that hot right cut on. woman. And she said it's unbelievable. So go to AmberLeroy.com, A-M-B-R-A-L-E-R-O-Y. If you like to save com. money like me, I'm cheap. I'm just cheap. Are you really and cheap? Then, then go. Then you don't go that cheap. Some... Really? It depends in, in certain things. And like, like in what? Well, I'm, I'm pretty conservative. You know, I don't... I don't I don't know. I don't go out and buy a Hummer or spend ten thousand dollars at the club. So uh, yeah, but you go out like every week. You're like jumping off a cliff, or or you're riding a motorcycle, <laughs> or uh, you're doing like naked scuba diving. I mean, you're just you're always doing something weird on the weekends. You're, you're weird, really into yeah. motocross. I'm still I'm still not. I'm still somewhat cheap. I don't I don't I don't you, spend a lot of money. You go to, you, you do a very cheap motocross. You group on uh, naked. <laughs> Group on snorkeling naked. That's... I, I have a girl now. I, I mean, it's, not, it's not official, but uh, I, I think it will be. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. How'd you meet her? Is uh, this is this the announcement? No, it, she finds out. Oh, okay. okay. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. She doesn't. She thinks you have to. You have to, you have to pay for the podcast. Yes. I, I told you you have to pay for it. <laughs> so, so she doesn't realize it's free yet. <laughs> it's actually true. So hell's your podcast. Oh, it's expensive. Oh no, but she's <laughs> she's super hot, cool, chill. She was an athlete in college, and uh, I don't know. I, I like she, her. Uh, which where did she go to college? Uh, UCLA. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So this is smart. She she did uh, she, she did um, what's that called again with the, the water polo for UCLA. Oh, nice. As well as uh, 
Yeah, yeah, she's a, she's a and volleyball. That's no joke of a sport. She's a pretty tall chick. She's taller than me. Really? And not really. She's five nine, but she wears heels. Okay. So she, she becomes like, taller than me. Yeah. It's kind of weird dating a girl taller than you. Yeah. And you do feel, but when she's lying down, it's all no. But uh, <laughs> but she's uh, but she's just cute. So anyway, Ben Askren, by the way, speaking of cute, he had a tough <laughs> fight, man. He had a really tough fight. Uh, I can't I believe you didn't, didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. So you know, he fought this guy. Um, Luis Santos, who has a record of 61-9. and This guy's been around. His last defeat was to Ben Saunders like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And 1FC. And look, I have no proof that the guy's doing any kinds of of, of steroids. But if you look at him, you're like, this guy, this guy might be on. This guy guy was jacked out of his mind. Uh, But who knows? Once again, I got in trouble because I said when when Shayna Baszler was on, I asked her when she fought Cyborg, that was Cyborg's juice to the gills, which there was no proof of that. But she had got busted later. So this guy, I don't know if he's on start, but this guy looked like he was on something. But who knows? Once again, you never know. High on life. High on life, right? But this guy, so, so he comes out. The guy's like a second-degree judo black belt. Uh, J, uh, ben didn't look like he was in the best shape, but he never looks like he's in the best shape. But he looked hmm. like he can be 155. He comes out, and he just starts shooting doubles. But no setup, no jab, no just, just cra- and he's getting thrown like a, like a, like a kid. I mean, he's literally just getting tossed on his head, uh, wow. and taken down three or four times. And um, and the guy's sitting on him basically. And then so Ben finally gets up. He he finally gets up, and you could tell that he was sort of getting momentum. He ta- he he, ta- he takes the guy down, but he thumbs the guy in the eye first. And uh, and then the guys then the guy, the guy can't see fights over so Ben it's a, it's a it's a, a no contest but um I mean so I ended no contest I got no you. contest mm. um so will this fight happen again I think it will and then so then Ben starts saying he look the guy was looking for a way out you know this is bullshit the guy didn't want it the, the guy, I, mean, I don't the guy was looking at anything I couldn't see um, <laughs> but uh, that's funny. You know, it was one of it was one of those fights. Uh, here, I mean, you'll be interested in the fight. I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to get a, a video of it, but uh, yeah, it was tough, tough fight for Ben. I don't know if uh, Ben took him lightly, oh, or or like or like what, but uh, it looked like that that might have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and but this guy also, this he he fought a good guy. I mean, he fought a good guy. This guy's an underrated guy. The guy's been around for a while, and uh, but Askren, I think would have won the fight. I mean, did you watch the fight, Evan? No. Oh, he, 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 he was catching up. It didn't make him look good. Afterwards, he, t- he tweeted out, that sucked. <laughs> um, so, uh, but Ben, look. So the same, he kept shooting the same double over and over and over? Yeah, not setting up the double. And, you know, Askren's a guy that, you know, he's been around forever. Uh, not forever. I mean, he's been competing forever. He's yeah. competed forever. He finds a way to win. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he, he's a winner. I mean, he's never lost in MMA, and, and he's up there. And, but he wasn't – I don't know if – it looked like he just panicked a little bit. He hasn't re- even really faced adversity since the Jay Haran fight. Hmm. And, and, and Jay Haran wasn't throwing him around like this. I mean, he was getting tossed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I would still like to see Ben Askren in the UFC. I'm still a huge Ben Askren fan. Yeah, I, I like Ben a lot. I'm a fan of – Yeah. Do you yeah, think yeah. he'll fight in the UFC? Uh, no, I think he's pissed Dana off. And I, and I think this is, this this is not helping him at all. Uh, this kind of shit. Um, so I don't think so. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> I would like to see him in the UFC. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't? But you gotta see this fight, though, Jake. I mean, you're gonna be I shocked. You're gonna, you're, you're, you're gonna be shocked. You're gonna be like, this is not the same, the same Ben Askren that I that I, I've seen before. I'll tell you who looked good was uh, Michael Bisbing. Bisbing, uh, did you, you, you train with Bisbing for this fight? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All the way? Yeah. How, how did he look in practice? You know, you know, Mike's he's he's a he's a phenomenal guy. He he's always he has like one speed. He goes he goes hard and then um in training he fights the same way as he fights, like in the gym, in the fight. Like he, he he's always pushing the pedal down. But uh you know, I like Mike a lot. He he's a good training partner. Um he can get a little bit reckless, but you know, he 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 knows how to win. And, what do you mean by reckless? Um, you know, he can he can he can do some dangerous things, you know, like in like, training or yeah, in- yeah. I mean, just like I said, he literally fight in the in, in training. He fights how he does when he fights. So it's like you got to be careful with submissions and like he'll 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 throw to you know to knock you out. But but you know that going in going into training with Mike because that that's how he is. But uh, I like Mike. He, he's uh, he he knows how to push himself. That's one thing. When when I I went out to England like uh, a few years ago and trained with him for a couple weeks and. That's that's one thing that stood out to me. He he really he can push himself. After the fight, Dana White uh, says out he tweets out that Bisbing could be the champion if he had punching power, which is kind of a backhanded compliment. You know, (laughs) it's it's like when a girl says like I thought you were funny, or or someone says to me like uh, you know like I had a girl tell me you look you look hot from the right angle. I was like yeah, so do you. It's called doggy style. Um, But but so sort of that there's that thing of Bisbing could be champion. I mean, do you think he doesn't have punching power? It's not like he has punching power. He does. No, he does. Um, I don't know. That's that's that man. That's a tough weight class. I I, I like Mike a lot. I, I don't know. That's that's one of those things. Yeah, you, you got the top top three or four guys are are killers. It was a great fight though. I mean, Dalloway yeah. dropped him. Bisping hung in there. Yeah. I thought the fight was going to be over at first. When he dropped him, I'm like, you know what? This might be over. But he, he hung in there. He came back. Dalloway kind of got tired. And Bisping was landing the harder shots. You know, can Bisping ever be champion? I don't know. Does he have punching power? Now, can you can can you gain punching power? Is there a way to do that? Like, well, you know, it's yeah, there is you, how? There, it's it's. I mean, there's there's a lot of factors. You know, genetics play a role, but there's always things that you can do to 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 train it or increase it. It's like it's kind of like your slow twitch versus fast twitch muscle fiber. You know, you can you're only born with a certain amount, but you can definitely. Um, you definitely can train it to. to is it like to like in blood more. sport? Can you like take your hands and put them in that like that cement? <laughs> Tong po and the yeah. Does that actually tar and work? Glass? No, no so but, but but you shook your head. Yes, you can train punching. Uh, a lot of it is you know is, is from from a mechanistic perspective. Yeah, there's you know you can improve, uh, you know your placement, your position. You know we're, we're talking really. It's not about his you know punching power in the abstract. It's it's felt punching power, right? It's how hard he's hitting people, right? And so a lot of that can be you know you can adjust that based upon. Know when you're landing the punches, how you set people up to turn into your punches. There's there's things where you can make people knock themselves out, or make it easier for you to knock people out, rather than just trying to just simply stand there stiff as a board and try to throw harder punches. That's not necessarily the answer. It seemed like Dwayne Ludwig when he went to Team Alpha Male, like taught these wrestlers that were throwing hard how to throw even harder and better. Because if you look at you know Alpha Male before Ludwig and then after. They were just knocking fuckers out. I mean, Chad Mendez and even Dillashaw mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these other guys were Faber. So it was something that he taught these guys. Maybe it was how to move the hips better, yeah. how to punch better, how to be yeah. more connected. But it seems like he did a great job of teaching a wrestler how to how to throw a punch better, like more like a, in a Muay Thai style, maybe. Or, or yeah, definitely. A, I mean, I've worked with Dwayne before in the past, and, and he's he's great. He he brought a lot of 
um, a lot of great technique to the table with those guys. You know, it's so yeah, I think it's hard to kind of like you know use a use a, use a cookie cutter form of way to train fighters, but you know he he definitely um, had a big influence on on training for for those guys' style. So yeah, yeah. He, he's got a lot, he's got some great technique though. I like I like Bang. Yeah, no, which has been great. Now some other fights that were awesome: the Patrick Cote Joe Riggs fight. I can't believe Riggs is thirty two years old. The guy looks like Billy Idol. I mean, <laughs> I mean he looks like. He's been sh- he shot himself in the face, not the hand. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm kidding, but I, I like Joe Riggs. Joe Riggs, you know, I'm happy to see his his comeback because for a while it looked like he was he was sort of done. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see him back in the UFC. The Cote fight was good. I thought Patrick won that fight. Another guy, you know, it was a good. Like I said, this fight should have happened in UFC 12. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was happy about that. David Mashad, I, him, I felt bad for because there's a guy we've had on the show. You weren't here, Jake. Here's the, he's the, he's like, he grew up on the this, uh, Sioux, I think Sioux Falls Indian Reservation. I forgot the name of the reservation, but uh, hmm. it's like the worst. They have like the highest rate of alcoholism in like the, the world. Uh, they have like this huge death rate. It's just their whole tribe got wiped out. This guy, this guy really came from nothing. I mean, people say start off from the bottom. He started from the bottom. The guy was, ended up being a five time state champion in high school, full ride academic scholarship to college. I think he was an All-American in college. Really? He's now in the UFC. You know, he's, uh, he's now one and two in the UFC. He was at actually your, your brother's fight. We saw him fight in, in, uh, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's the guy that walked out to um, Taylor Swift. Oh, uh, that guy. <laughs> shake it off. But he, 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 uh, he fought this guy over in Canada. This guy he fought was also great judo, second-degree black belt, lost. He got stopped in the third. Tough fight. They both looked like they were in One Direction. Um, With the band? Yeah, the band. They both had that One Direction haircut. (laughs) But he tweets out uh, after the fight, he said um, he wasn't drug tested. He goes, it's a little weird that, and he wasn't blaming his opponent or anything, but he goes, no one on that card was drug tested. Just because, you said it was Canada? Yeah, it was Canada. Canadian just didn't bother. What's up with that? I don't know. It's you know what I mean. Every 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 governing body is different, so it's hard to say. I, I don't know. I, I know they. I know when you win, they they typically they test you. I, I don't know. So, so I, if you lose, weird. they don't test you. A lot of times, no. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, well, I know they have like a certain amount of people they're supposed to test on each card, but all the winners for sure. So it's like okay, you know, if if you were using something and you won, then they could tell. But every every commission's different, so they, I don't know. Mm. He said that nobody on the card was tested. He said he goes. He goes. He said he wasn't drug tested. Uh-huh. And Meaning that, he himself or the yeah the him. Oh. He he yeah. I forgot exactly what he said, but he basically here he said like uh, bulldog. I like the guy a lot. Uh, I like him a lot, and I I uh, wish him well. And he's a good fighter. He's a mm. really good fighter. He, he just fought a kid that was. I mean, some people are calling him the next GSP. I think that's a little bit of a exaggeration. I think one person is calling him that. Uh, but he. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, 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 he tweets out, he goes, um, he says, uh, I didn't get tested. As far as I know, I'm the only person who didn't get drug tested. But to me, even that is unacceptable. Hmm. So, so, okay, okay. So then he says, uh, that, you know, which is, I think he's right. He, he, everyone should be tested. I mean, for every, everything, right? I mean, it's not like they're making money. Yeah, no, no, no I agree. I mean, <laughs> It, it would make sense, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it costs money. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah, that's kind of a... Uh... All right, so that there. Um, 
What else? What other fights were there? Do you watch the Invicta card? No, you didn't watch that. I didn't catch that one, no. There were some good fights on it. Uh, Raquel Palui. Pauly, you know her? The, girl, the, the uh, Hawaiian chick? Uh-uh. She, 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 she won. And Samantha Sin won, which I think is the best name ever. Uh, I never Sin. thought I'd see a girl get take shots to the face named Samantha Sin and, and not be in porn. Uh, <laughs> but she fought like her old, uh, her old training partner. Uh, Did she get choked out? No, she won. <laughs> uh-huh. Samantha, no, no, but she, she won the fight, which is cool. Nice. Uh, and then this, did you watch the Thomas Almeida fight? No, I didn't. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about this guy. He's 19 and 0. Looks fucking nasty. I mean, nasty. Where's he from? From Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Uh, and, you know, a, a Chootbox kid. Chootbox mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. or Chootbox? Chootbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This kid looks. How, uh, how many fights did he have in the UFC? Just two. Mm. The first fight was against uh, that kid from San Diego, the ultimate fighter who got kicked off, who, said, who left early okay. because he said no chick would ever beat him or something, but he, he, got, he got hurt and still wanted oh, to fight. Oh, the kid from Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He fought him. He's on San Diego? He, he, he was training in San Diego. And then, and then Kaufman and Davis. Uh, Davis won. Kaufman was winning the fight, and people were saying it's low IQ. So basically, Kaufman's winning this fight on the stand-up, mm. takes to the ground, and then gets submitted. But they're saying, look, she's winning a fight on the feet. Keep it on the feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a probably you probably hear all this. That's a. T- the, uh, there's a lot of questions why people do stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> man. That's it's, pretty much the theme of today's discussion. Right? <laughs> no, why do people do this? Why do people exactly. grab wallets of cash and stuff in their pocket and run away? Yeah, but if you're I, winning. Yeah. Why do you? Why do you change your strategy? I don't know. A lot I guess hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Exactly. Exactly. But a lot of people get so excited, you know, in the fight. That they'll do the the things that they've been doing in practice. Yeah. They'll try to transition because they've transitioned to practice, and and you'll end up with people kind of going a little tiny bit on autopilot, not really assessing what they're seeing right then. And they're going to do, you know, not necessarily something stupid, but it, given the totality of circumstances, you're like, that's not a good tactical decision. Like and we, we talked about this in the past, like you know, transitioning from strikes to knees, like that that idea, like you're throwing blows and they're landing. And you're like, okay, I'm going to stop throwing punches so I can knee you in the head. You're like, yeah, that's a harder hit, but you are la- still landing punches. Don't interrupt your, your tempo. No, even the girl that beat, that beat, uh, that beat Marina, Amanda Bell lost uh, this week and, uh, and Invicta let two days ago. And she lost via, uh, I think it was a bulldog choke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl took her down and just basically just put her in like a head and arm and choked her out. Which, um, I mean, I'm thinking Marina should have done the exact same thing. Yeah, it's a lot easier now. I have a podcast. I'm a fucking co- <laughs> I, I have a, I'm a comedian. I could sit here yeah, and say yeah. what everybody should have done and look like a fucking wizard. I, I understand that. Yeah. Okay? But I still have to have an opinion. Otherwise, what's the point? I mean, people sure. are driving right now. They're, they're, you're bored. You're on your computer. You want to hear me talk. Or you, maybe you don't want to hear me talk, but you hate me hearing me talk. But you're listening because you hate me. You're listening to punishment. But so, yeah, exactly. Entertaining, though. Yeah, trying to be entertaining. I, I think you know. I think with the with the coffin fight too is some people. I feel like they'll get uncomfortable and they'll and they'll like want to just do something to be a filler. You know what I mean? Like to do something. Vo- you know, they're filling a void. It's almost like, all right, I'm gonna. You know, or if you're you're on the defense, you, people. I, I feel like a lot of people shoot takedowns out of like being uncomfortable. I don't know if that makes sense. I've done. Like, I've, 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 like, so I've been on dates before, right? And it's been silent. Oh. And then I've said something really stupid because I don't like silence, yeah. which completely fucked up the date even worse. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that happens in fights, basically? Yes. Is it rather than just like, you know, adhere to the silence or adhere to the uncomfortability, you're like, oh, I'm going to do something I'm familiar with and then end up, 
getting fucked over. And it, or, or you can play your cards right and shoot a double. Yeah, on a, yeah. On a date? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, I still can't. I mean, everyone right now is talking about John Jones. That's, that's the, the theme. And it's, just, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate yeah. because you're just like, what the fuck? I wanted to see Anthony Johnson versus John Jones. Who doesn't? That's a I, fantastic fight. I thought Johnson was going to win. I do. I mean, you never know. You can't count Jones out of a fight. Well, be hell of a well, fight now we way. can, actually. <laughs> yeah, now you can. Yeah, literally right. But that's the one guy that I thought maybe has, could match him with, like, explosive power is Johnson. I give the edge to him. His wrestling's good, too. His wrestling is good. Yeah. He's not cutting any weight. I don't know. Sometimes he walks around at 240 or something, so maybe he's cutting some weight. But he's not really cutting, you know, he's not going to be look, look sucked out. I mean, here's yeah. a guy that started at 170. I think Jones has more ways to win. He probably has more uh, more weapons if you look at the spinning elbows and this and that. But I think Johnson's weapons are actually bigger weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he just has – he hits harder. Mm-hmm. And and you look at the way Johnson, you know, fucked up uh, Phil Davis. You know, you look yeah. at the way Johnson beat Gustafson. Yeah. It's but, not necessarily how many weapons you have. It's you know it's how well you use the ones you have at right. your disposal. So, right. Yeah. But t- at the same time, now, now we may not see it. So what? So let's say Jones gets suspended for two years. I mean, did we want to see? Let's, no, uh, that's without assuming that he doesn't go to prison for three. Right. Right. Then then what? He comes back five years later, or and then and then someone beats him, but like yeah, you didn't beat the best John Jones. You beat the right. Then they get Mayweather qualities at that point in time. Yeah. He caught a guy after his prime. Who you mean Mayweather versus Pacquiao? Right, Mayweather versus anybody, really. But, oh, by yeah. the way, speaking of boxing, yeah, there we so, go. Uh, thought, we, thought we'd me, segue. Me and me and Jake had a debate the other day, uh, where you said that you could beat Mike Tyson in a boxing match. I did. Yeah, on on the <laughs> telephone. Really? Yes. I don't remember saying that. Well, what happened was there was a debate because Marina said that uh, that Ronda could beat Layla Ali. Uh-huh. Uh, during the podcast uh-huh. and I said there's no way Ronda beats Layla Lee and then you took Marina's side and said well she's taken th- she's taken four years off she's had two kids yeah. you know this is oh, not yeah. the Layla Ali prime absolutely but I go yeah but it's still Layla Ali if they fought today Ronda would beat her I disagree in boxing in boxing yes in boxing. just boxing in boxing okay that's I don't see that and then we got into somehow I go Jake that's like me saying you could beat Mike Tyson and you said well I could in a boxing match right now did I say that? Yes. Okay. In MMA fight? Yeah. No, 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 no. You said boxing match. Uh, we, and I go, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast. You go, go right ahead, Adam. Go how right many, ahead. How long are the rounds? How many rounds, too? <laughs> what, what time of night was this discussion <laughs> taking place? <laughs> like 3 a.m.? Or... All right, see, yeah, somebody... Mike, yeah, he would, he, he would still hit like a, like a truck. So you're know. taking this back? I'm going to go with there's a lot of ear there to chew on. Is, is I'm, so, I'm so looking yeah. at right now. Wait, so it's, okay, so you're taking Ouch. this back? No, I, I don't remember. I don't remember saying that. Oh, I, mean, I oh, could have said on. that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, wow. No, the only, I mean, the only point I was trying to make, because, uh, and I'm not going to take anything away from, like, um, Ali. Like, she's, obviously, she's, she's amazing, but it's just, like, a, a lot of it has to do with timing. You know what I mean? We, we were having a discussion earlier yeah. about Mayweather, and, like, he has been able to fight guys when they're not at their best. It's just, it, it's a tactical, well, let's, yeah, it's that's, a tactical, Oh, you know, come on. No, but if we look at this, really, it's, oh, his, he's, what he's beating, he's, not, he's making, he's, he's winning the fights before he throws punches. All right, Ricky, all right, how he's I, will, I will play devil's advocate there. Mm-hmm. Ricky Hatton was undefeated when he fought Mayweather. Uh, he had just beaten Casa Zoo a couple fights before sure. that. All right, so uh, the other guy, Diego Corrales, was all he knocked him down six times? Yeah, yeah, he was going to jail the next day, but he was <laughs> the best. I think he was at his best. Those are two guys. He beat um, 
he beat what's his name uh, Juan Marquez before Marquez knocked out Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good version of Marquez. That's three sure. guys. Sure. All right. So yeah, he beat he beat an old De La Hoya. An he ancient beat, De La Hoya. That was our that was our big our, our big uh, discussion was was Oscar De La Hoya. You know, in, in his best. If it, you know what I mean? It, it would have been a different fight. I yeah, my, a one thirty five pound De La Hoya who was running through people. Wrecking. I mean, wrecking people. Right. Uh, we're talking about like even Prior to the Chavez. Right. I mean, making who's the Chavez? An old Chavez, but like quit. Right. An, uh, a one thirty five De La Hoya versus uh, a prime one thirty five Mayweather is a good damn. Is a very good Hell fight. Yeah. Is a very good. You know, and, and my other argument, like if you look at guys he's fought um, that I think were a little bit premature, um, you look at Canelo. You know, you look at yeah. some guys that were before the curve. Th- yeah, th- it's like they're great fighters, absolutely. But you know, I think if you if you were to give him a, a few more years to develop, um, when when he was at his best, so you know, and I, and I think it's like okay, Mayweather. I know he's he supposedly he was picking his fights like he's picked he's like yeah. i choose canelo and it's like okay yeah he's he's great but it's just you know what i mean it takes it takes time i just think there's 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 certain strategical moves he's made that have been in his favor so who do you like this weekend um was the fight this weekend <laughs> i you know what i mean i, I I'm, I'm rooting for pacquiao i, I hope he does yeah. it but um again our argument too was you know if he would have fought pacquiao four years ago would it would it have been a better fight would it have been yeah. have more optimal yeah, chance of, of winning who knows I, I don't know there's a lot of questions but um you know i'm a, I'm a big pacquiao fan so i would I'm bet the draw for honestly four years ago right now oh right now yeah. i mean look it's the draw was 22 to 1 now it's down to 9 to 1 odds on a draw you look at like okay there's going to be a judge that's going to give every round to pacquiao regardless because it's you know, they're going to give a judge to give Mayweather. It's going to be, and then also, <laughs> how much money in that rematch would, would be? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I would bet to draw. If I was a betting man, uh, Adam Hunter called it on the podcast. It's going to be a draw. It's going to be a draw, right. but Mayweather's going to win. It's Mayweather's going to win, but it's going to be a draw. Yeah. Yeah, I could get behind would that. Would you, I mean, can we agree that if, if Ronda was to box her five or six years ago, it would probably be a different story. I don't think. I don't think today. I think all the hours that Layla Ali has put in the gym, as far as boxing, I mean, in the genetics, her mm-hmm. dad being Muhammad Ali, but we're talking about a girl that's, that's a, like that. All those hours of that's boxing, very deceptive, of just though. boxing, right? Yeah. You look at Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and you look at his dad. It's like he's not. He's not even. He's not his dad. But he's even there with the champ. I mean, Ali was a champ. She was undefeated. True. There's only one fight she ever really looked bad that I saw, which was the Frazier fight when she fought Frazier's daughter. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. Who knows? I mean, I, I just think that yeah, that you, you know, all right today mm-hmm. with zero warm up, just put her in the and put her in the ring. Yeah, Ronda probably wins. Mm-hmm. You give her a training camp, uh, like an actual like. Even like a two month training camp to get back in there, mm-hmm. those skills get sharpened. Sure. I think Ali wins. I'll give her two months. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't I'm going to so. go with you. Adam. I, I, I <laughs> think you're going to go with me. Well, here, 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 yeah. hear me out. I think there's. I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of variables. I mean, it, it, I, I agree. You know, she's been boxing for for years and years and years. But you know, Ronda's also been competing in, in at the highest level in, in, in Olympic level sports. You know, in judo and and so like if you take the you know, the, the mental fortitude, the mental toughness, you know, she's, she's, I, I'd put her up against anyone, any woman in the world, you know what I mean? So, okay, put her in, 
in boxing, you know, she's she's been fantastic. I mean, she's she's grown. A lot. I just think she's. But you see MMA boxing versus boxing. I mean, you see also how yeah. to how to you see these guys how they how they slip punches. I mean, you, you you've seen boxers, right? I mean, even when boxing. you go to the gym, sometimes you're like, you you. you no, I, I mean, I, I get what you guys are saying. You've I told just... me right that you go to the gym and you're like some of these Armenians <laughs> that like no one's ever heard of at, at the at the Glendale Fighting Gym are straight killers, and these are guys that like have a couple pro fights. Yeah. So we're now we're talking about, and you're saying that those guys could beat most MMA guys in boxing with a couple pro fights. So now we're talking about the best fighter in the world, female boxing. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a couple of years ago. But we're talking about the best, uh, and then we're talking about versus an MMA boxer. Let's flip it around, sure. right? Let's say, <laughs> let's say, Leila Ali wants to try to go judo toe to toe with Ronda, but she's right? had no judo. She, but so yeah. then we give her whatever five years of judo training, or te- you know, however many years equivalent. There's just no way that she's going to be able to match her in judo. There's two totally you different strata. But that's that's completely different argument, though. I, I just feel like. Timing plays a huge role in this. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm not. You time, you're timing, you mean her own physical, the physicality of, of her own. Well, listen, I was at the gym yeah. the other day, oh, honestly. Okay. I was at the gym the other day, and there was, uh, there was graffiti all over the walls. It was, it oh, was really? horrible. On the inside yes. or on the outside? It was vandalized with graffiti, and I know exactly Damn. how they can get rid of that graffiti. You go to restoration, uh, removeitrestoration.com. Remove it, restoration. It's a restoration pro is the company. You call them up, 1-888-424-9697. They will get rid of all your graffiti. I'm telling you, they will remove graffiti, remove graffiti, etched windows, and they will get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Who wants to have a business with graffiti? Not me. Mm -hmm. Not Evan. All right? Not Jake. Not Torrent. I sure don't. Okay. Removeitrestoration.com. Removeitrestoration.com. Yes. So let's, uh, let's call. Speaking of uh, someone I don't want to remove, Tanya Evinger, who is on a five-fight winning streak. Nice. She is killing it out there. She's, she's, she's going to be on our podcast. We're going to call her right now. I'm looking forward to it. Hello? Hey, is this Tanya? Yes. Hey, it's Adam Hunter. On the MMA Roasted Podcast, I'm here with Torrent and Jake Ellenberger. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You are killing it. You are absolutely <laughs> destroying it right now. You are on a five-fight winning streak. Just Six. Six, six fights. Oh, sorry. Six-fight winning streak <laughs> running through people. What is going on? What has, been the, what has been the change? Talk to me, babe. Uh, you know, I, I just think it's a... Uh, you know, the, just changing my whole attitude and everything. And, um, you know, I don't know. I, uh, I just kind of sat down and thought about it when I signed with Invicti. You know, I was already on a little bit of a one streak, and I, I sat down and thought about it, and I just told myself I was going to get back to the way I used to fight. I liked the, I liked the finishes there. People like the finishes, and, and it was just a more exciting fight for me, and, and I dominate. So I just pretty much uh, went back to the way I used to fight in the old days, and, and it's worked. Yeah, I mean, I am, I am, Definitely. I've been so impressed. Honestly, when I, I when I saw you against uh, Adiana Gomez, I was like, oh, Tanya might be in trouble. This this girl looks. I just just looking at her. They all look scary. They, this girl looked very scary, and uh, <laughs> and 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 you you fucked her up, man. You uh, you uh, submitted her pretty quick, and then uh, your last fight against Cindy Dandois, another girl. Uh, who actually, you know, she's, that girl's got a win over Marlos Conan. That, that's, a, that's a legit girl. Uh, you beat her pretty good, too. You, you... 
What's going on? Yeah, I think I think my last three points were pretty tough. You know, I, I think yes, Sarah Delay was pretty tough too. You know, I, I just uh, I think they all look scarier than they are. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I, I look at pictures of them like the night before, or a couple of days out, and I'll just look at them and I'm like, she looks tough, but her her fucking chin looks weak, or like you know, with, with Cindy it was weird. I was like, she looks, you know, she looks really girly and and whatnot. And I was like, there's got to be something about her, you know. She don't, you know, just beat Marlos Conan. You know, yeah. so there's got to be something about her. So I figured she was just really strong, you know, and turned out she was. So you got like that grappler, weird grappler strength or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I knew I would just end up beating her up on the ground. A lot of people don't like to get beat on. So she was, she was actually pretty hot, too, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you went, you went you back just to like the old... weighing outfit, probably. You said you, you went back to the old you? Yeah. What yeah, was, yeah. The, uh, what was the difference between the, the most recent you and the old you? What, was, what would you say the difference was? Oh, you know, I, I I think that um, just as the sports evolved, uh, you see it in a lot of people when they start coming up. I think they, they start to play a little bit safer, and um, you start, I don't know. I used to think, like, don't freak out. I got 15 minutes for this fight, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if I get in any trouble, I ain't going to freak out. I ain't going to turn over and give up my back or get submitted or something stupid. You know, in the past, I've had had situations where I was winning fights, and I, you know, just made stupid mistakes because I'd freak out, and I'm like, oh, shit it's over, you know, and it's like still the first round. So I kind of got in a, a mode where I was, I was uh, kind of laying back in my fights and I was, I was just going to try to win every round. And then I just, uh, you know, I, I just don't like that. I think that that's a boring fight and I don't want to be that fighter that plays safe. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to go out there and take people down and hit people as hard as I can and, and try to do some damage. And, you know, um, I got that wrestler mentality. I'm always trying to pin people. So, you know, we all, we try to pin people throughout the whole match. So all the next right. thing you know, the match is over, and you 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 know, wrestle your ass off the whole time. So you know, I, I just feel like that's um that's a better style for me. No, so. I, I remember when you auditioned for the Ultimate Fighter, and you you, you lost to Raquel Pennington, and you were meant you mm-hmm. were like, man, I got to take this uh this shit seriously. You were in some relationship troubles, and you were dating some of the mm-hmm. girls, and uh, so what um are are you single now? Or I mean, are you in a better relationship? What's going on? Yeah, definitely better. Um, you know, I think it, it has a lot to do with my gym and and um, who I'm hanging around and the people that are, you know, protecting my environment. So now I'm in a gym where everybody's, like, supportive and I got great teammates and, you know, there ain't a lot of drama. We just go and we train and it is what it is and um, it just works better for me, you know? And my I, personal life, if my personal life is clean, I'm, I don't have any any issues and, and I end up performing really good and I can focus on my fights and stuff. I'm sure most people are like that. I got to say though, when you, when, when like, I'm, I'm really happy for you because you are a really sweet girl and you're, you're a really cool chick. But when your personal life is not good, you're very funny on Twitter. Um, <laughs> you can tell, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I remember, uh, well, we had your ex-girlfriend on the podcast, Michelle old and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and she did not, uh, speak very highly of you. Uh, what, what, what happened there? Uh, she's a whore. <laughs> Not much you say about that. Um, I don't know. Uh, she's a hater. I don't know. She's, I don't know. When I, you know, when I, um, I don't even like to think of that whole time of my life because it was such a bad time of my life. You know, just somebody like her who's just a manipulator and 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 a user and and you know I I, I hear about it on a daily basis, which I just don't care right. anymore. You know, I cut all that out of my life and I changed my whole life and I got away and got in a good camp and where, where I could focus on me and my training and stuff, you know, and it's, um, it's just one of them situations, you know, 
you know, I feel sorry for the next person that's with her right. <laughs> and on down the line. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, you got to live and learn and, and figure stuff out. So, you know, it, it was one of them situations where I, I definitely had to learn and I uh, used my head and, and did the right thing. And it, it worked out for my, now, my now, career and in my life. When she came on the show, she said that she really liked getting guys and putting stuff off their butts, like guys who've never had what? stuff off their butts. Yeah, she said that she liked taking guys who've never had like dildos off their butts and like jamming it in with a strap on. That was like her she thing. Says, she says a lot of shit just as shock factor, but to be honest, she stole my personality. She she stole a lot of shit from me. You know what I mean? She didn't, she, the way she talks is because she watched me and, and, and watches the way I do it. And then now all of a sudden, and now she's so vulgar, it's disgusting. Like, I mean, just everything about her career is kind of taking a dive. So, so you know, it, I, I, it is, it is what it is. Karma. I don't, I just don't care about that time so, of my life. And, and moved on, you so, know. So you guys I'm in like a better together, place. She's in the same place. So you guys <laughs> together never took a guy and like jammed stuff up his butt. Like that wasn't a thing you guys mm. did. I'm sure she did, but <laughs> not me. I'm not into guys at all, anyway, shape or form. Nice. <laughs> well, you definitely look like a, like a really good wing woman, though. Like you'd be a girl that you, I can go out and have drinks with, and you'd help get me some chicks, right? Is that sort of what? You that mean? is a fact. I, That's a real fact. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. No, you definitely. I mean, some of the things you say are so funny. When you said you wanted to knee Misha Tate in the cooter. That was so long ago. But that, oh, my God, so overplayed. That was so funny, though. I mean, I laughed my ass off when I heard. I mean, who the fuck says cooter? I might have done that, that interview drunk, too. <laughs> they always seem to catch me at an event. And they're like, Tony, oh, yeah, you're drunk again. I'm like, dude, I'm at an MMA event. I haven't been to, like, any. This is, like, the second one all year. And, and what do you do when you go to MMA event? You drink and have fun. Right. And I like to shock people with my but so my funny. fancy words. And then didn't you date that, that like, DJ, that hot DJ? Uh-uh. That was some other chick. Oh, God, you're mixing me up. No, okay. All right. So who's, who's Although your... I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. yeah. So who's your, who's your girlfriend now? Uh, Stephanie Alba. Who's that? Texas. She's, um, she's the Amy fight. Well, she just went pro. She's two in our pro now. She had like 10, 11, 12 Amy fights. She's a good fighter. She's coming up. Um, she was going to fight on Invicta this last weekend, but it was too short to notice. Now, do you guys so, like spar together and stuff? Um, she's small. She's a hundred five pounder, so a little bit, but um, I don't know. Is that still domestic violence? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, kind of weird. But I mean, it's, it's, yeah. but you seem to date a lot of fighters. Like it seems like you 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 go for these fighter chicks, which which I I would think is like a recipe for disaster. Right. What makes you think I'm the chaser and I'm not the chasee? Oh, 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 good point. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So it's the other girls are they're looking at you well, and they're like, hey. Adam's usually the the chaser, so he's just <laughs> <Yeah>. assuming, projecting. <laughs> I'm the chaser throughout the night, and at the end of the night, I'm I'm blocking my head and ducking and running. I'm like, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know, like the game. Uh, yeah, I like the game. Do you think so, Stephanie Alba? Is she like the one? You think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Definitely, it definitely is a is a much better uh, relationship than I've been in, you know. So I, I definitely uh, support her in her career and, and vice versa. She doesn't mind, and you know we train at the same gyms, but different. You know, she trains at a couple of gyms I don't, and and then we train at the gyms I train at together too. So you know, we we definitely get uh, our time apart and our time together. So it works out. Is it crazy lesbian fighter sex? I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, tell us, give us something. I don't know. I, this is this is just from my. Uh, book of experience i feel like the the girls that uh, don't play sports or any kind of rough sports are like it rougher and then the girls that play these rough sports and wrestle and do mma and stuff they're all like 
your team boss. You know, uh. so I don't know. I think it, I think it's opposite. They ain't getting what they need, so they like it rough in bed, I guess, and vice versa. These girls go out and get their head beat on, and they're like, uh, they just want to snuggle. Yeah, need some gentle time. <laughs> uh, Jake, you dated some female fighters. Do you have the same experience? Um. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> you, dated, what? you dated a couple of female fighters before, correct? Uh, one, yes. One, one yes. Uh, was it? Did, was that your experience? Did she? Did she like it rough, or was just she kind of a big pussy cat? Um. You know, I, not you know, Adam. Not really. It wasn't really. <laughs> I, I can't really relate now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> You're so full of shit, man. So, I mean, look. He just doesn't want to be in trouble later. I hooked up with a, exactly. a female fighter. Honestly, I, this girl was giving me a BJ, and her her arms. I could just see her her curling thing was like. I, I was more impressed by the. I'm like, how much can you curl? I'm like, Jesus Christ. You're one of them dude. You're the. You're one of them dude. Like session wrestler dude. That like. Can you just listen, carry me? No, I'm not one of them. No, first of all, I, I can get as rough as, a, as a, the next guy. First of all, Tanya, so don't even don't even start. You know, uh, I'm just saying. Like, so so you've never you you knew you were a lesbian from day one. Like, you came out of the womb. You wanted back in. I, I mean, was there? Yeah, yeah, it was hard. It was hard getting me out. I tried to hang myself on the way out. No. <laughs> so I mean, did you ever have boyfriends at all or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I, I, it's not like I did anything with him. I just thought he wanted a boyfriend for like a week, and I'm like, no, you're stupid. You gotta move on. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, so, so, so you knew I don't right know. Away. But you have two older brothers, right? And then they both fight. Yeah, younger, younger, younger brothers. Younger bro- now, how are they doing in their in their, their fighting careers? Uh, they're good. Uh, Owen's pretty much the only one you guys have probably seen fight. He fought Joe Warren on Bellator, and he fought a couple other times on Bellator. Uh, he's pretty good. He just, uh, I think he needs to change camps and, you know, don't get me wrong. He trains at a great gym, but you know, some gyms are for some people and some aren't. So, you know, um, he's a robot. So if I'm training him, I could train him to, to fight a certain way and he'll fight that way. But if he's in a room full of a bunch of other fighters and they're just training partners, he's not really getting any better in my opinion. So, you know, he's, he's kind of, uh, I think he got knocked out last fight. No, he got seven stitches. He didn't get knocked out. He got seven stitches and, Got uh, kicked in the face and split open. So Jeez. he's laying low for a minute. <sighs> he's pretty upset. <laughs> nice. Now, 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 what gym are you, are you at right now? I'm at Gracie Ball Champions out here in Houston. Oh, okay. But you went to you went, you went to college in uh, Missouri, right? Yeah, you know, they kept they try to keep me in Missouri, but nobody wants to live there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Did you ever train with like Ben Askren <laughs> and like Tyron Woodley and those guys? Uh, no, Tyron uh, trained in St. Louis, but when I was in St. Louis, I trained at a different gym than him. Uh, um, so now, nah, Ben Askren, I don't know. He, I think he was down in Central Missouri State, something like that. He but, was at, he uh, was at uh, Mizzou. No. He was at Mizzou. So, so now, who do you want to fight next, Tanya? Ugh, anybody. They got this. Is what I'm thinking, like the problem with them now is they they keep saying they don't have anybody for me to fight. I've taken out all the top girls they got. So my next fight has to be for a title. I don't understand what the problem is. Let's just give me the title, and I'll just start defending it. I'll fight all them girls. That ain't a problem. I want to fight all of them. But it's about what they say, I guess. Uh, this is bullshit. You're, you're, to fight you're on a six-fight winning streak. You have name recognition. People know who you are. You've beaten some of the best girls in the world. And Invicta can't get you a fight? Uh, well, I mean, you'll see. They'd up all the competition, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of good girls out there. They did find some chick who did an interview and she said, I'm next and she's what my ass or whatever. 
but uh, clearly she hasn't fought in the U.S., so she doesn't know what she's talking about. Right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, she, she's like seven and or something, so I think she's uh, she'll probably be our next opponent, but no word yet. I, I know Invicta, Shannon, just on the last show, now there's going to be three title fights on that uh, expo card when they come out there to Vegas, but, man, if I ain't one of them fights, I'm going to be pissed. Well, why aren't you in the UFC? Um, I don't know. Sean Shelby don't like me. I don't know. I don't really care. I just what if, even if I was, I mean, I Alexis Davis just got a, another fight. She hasn't been fighting like a whole year. Like, why do I want to go do that when I can fight for Invicta and and fight a couple times a year, three times a year, or something? You know, I just want to stay busy. I'm yeah. I'm getting old as shit. You know what I mean? It's how, only so long I can last. Yeah. How many How many fights uh, do you want to fight a year? Uh, I want to fight like five. Like six. <laughs> nice. So let, 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 if they would let me, if they would let me, I can train full time. Then I don't have to have a job. I can just train full time and beat bitches' asses. <laughs> What's your full time job right now? I do construction. That's wow. where my strength comes from. Ah. You are you're a badass right chick. On. It's just construction. That's awesome. She fucks hot fighters. She kicks ass. <laughs> you're, you're you're like everything I want to be. You're every construction man's <laughs> idealized image of himself. Jesus Christ! I, I don't think I have half of. Uh, you can't get a vagina unless he tucks it, you know. And then it's just playing around in the bedroom. You have, you have <laughs> ten times the penis I have. Listen, so um, so let's start calling people out. Who do you want to call? Let's start calling some chicks out. Uh, well, I don't know what that one chick's name is. That. Tanny chick from Sweden. I want to fight her for sure. She's seven and zero. I want to take that W. I want to take that zero away. Okay. You know what I mean? And then uh, I know they just signed the girl uh, Jessie Jess uh, from Australia. She's supposed to be pretty tough. I watched a video on her. She's she's definitely a brawler. She's a tough chick. You know, and I think that's uh, what a lot of people don't understand is like there's a lot of girls in fighting. There's a lot of girls in MMA, but not a lot of them are tough and can just get beat on and keep on coming. So. I feel like uh, that's my style. So if they give me somebody that's that's like physically, mentally tough as me, then you know that then I'll have a good fight. And I won't just be walking through all these uh, these dudes that look like India, you know. <laughs> these dudes that look like. <laughs> all right. So uh, how do you think you would do against the top, like the top ten girls in the UFC? Uh-oh. I think I would be. More, I think I'm top three, but will I get that chance? Probably not for a while. So how would you do this against? Is my, this is my theory, though. If I get that Invicta belt, defended a couple times. So that makes Shannon happy, so I'm not just grabbing it and leaving. So that makes Shannon happy, defend it a couple times, and then she might be like, push that world title versus world title fight, and then I'll get the fight I want rather than jump in the UFC and fight on these little undercars or get one fight a year and never get the fights that I want, you know? So. All right, so I'm going to name a girl. You, t- you tell me how you would beat her. Juliana Penn. Right. Uh, I, I would... I just think I hit too hard for her. I think I would take her down and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Alexis Davis. I like it. I like it. Uh, Alexis, I we fought twice before, but uh, one was like real, real short notice. A couple of days notice. I cut a shit ton. We anyway excuses. Anyway, uh, I think I out wrestle Alexis on the ground, and you know she's tough. She's one of them girls that are tough. I I hit her with everything last time we fought. You know, or the time before we fought, um, and. Uh, you know she's tough. I, I definitely would like that rematch. I I want that back in my on my side of the court. She got me on the worst part of my life. <laughs> Ronda Rousey. I want it back. Uh, Ronda Rousey. I'm, I I think I'd take her down and beat her up. I, I wouldn't play that top stand up. I mean I think my hands are better than hers, but she's gonna try to close that distance. If she tries to close that distance, I'm not gonna do that knee tap like everybody else and get my ass tossed on my back. I don't know what people are thinking. Misha <laughs> Misha Tate. Uh, Misha Tate. I just want to put my fist through her face. 
Sarah wow. uh, uh, Kadzingano. Kadzingano. Uh, I definitely think I. I definitely think I beat her in the grapple game. Um, I think my hands are better than hers. Uh, I think I'm mentally stronger, so I. I probably beat her down for the whole round. Jessica, I think I TKO her on the ground. TKO her. All right, uh, Jessica I. Jessica I's tough. Uh, she's another one where uh, I think she's got great hands. Um, tough. Mentally tough, but uh, uh, her ground is lacking, man. These girls, their weakness is my my strength. I feel like you know. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. She might be coming back to Invicta after them losses, right? Yeah. Shoot, I think I'd be her everywhere. <laughs> I think I'm mentally and physically just in a better place right now than she is. I don't know what's going on with her. I feel like her terror just kind of fell off. They lost their rock, man. They lost their nerve or something. Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke, come on. <laughs> just come, come on. on. I'll probably beat her with a schoolgirl headlock. Her own move. Schoolgirl headlock. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, you heard it. You heard Tanya. She's, she's calling everybody and telling you how she's going to win. Uh, <laughs> now, you know, you have something to promote real quick, right? This uh, You have some kind of fundraiser you're trying to do or yeah, I try to throw some fights out here in Texas. Uh, you know, they just got these little tiny shows. I mean, they got legacy, but still, the shows are still small. I'm trying to get some good good stuff going and get some youth in there and uh, start bringing out these kids and stuff. And uh, we're going to do a nonprofit and uh, throw some shows. Nice. Good. Well, where can people find some that? Shoes. Uh, you get on my Facebook. I have a GoFundMe. I think that's a GoFundMe. Uh, I got to count with them. And... Uh, Pretty much, I'm just looking for some sponsors that want to chip in, you know. I doubt it's going to happen just because uh, sponsors are hard to find. But, uh, you know, we're going to do it whether whether anybody wants to help or not. And uh, we're going to just run with it and um, do the best we can. Right. Well, listen, thank you, Tanya. You're, uh, you, you are one of a kind. We love having you on the show. We're big fans of you. Uh, you are you are you're a badass chick, and uh, I got nothing but respect for you. So uh, thank you for everything. Thank you. And have a good rest of the week. Uh, you guys too. Thanks for coming on. All right, Jake. Thoughts? She's great. <laughs> I, 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 it's fun. No, I, I, I like having her on. She's always. She says exactly what she thinks. Yeah, know, but she, she's, she's fun. <laughs> she's. A, she I, could help. She could be an incredible wingwoman. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Put her in the Brilliant UFC guy. too. I mean, she, she won six fights in a row. And some of these girls are putting in the fights are like, I mean, the UFC like Jessica Bercozzi's one and four. I mean, this girl's won six fights in a row, right, Evan? Yeah, yeah, six fights in a row. Listen, that was our podcast. Uh, Jake, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Ellenberger MMA, um, Twitter or Instagram. Um, man, you got me. You got me sweating at him. But the good news is, I have a dude wipe here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wipe <laughs> my forehead and uh, and move on, and move on with my day. Yes. By the way, it's funny you say that because the dude wipe doesn't have to use just for your ass. You could use it on any part of your body. Forty four inches or something like that. It's huge. Yes, right? yeah. but I'm saying like you wow. could use right, it like on your cape. If you if yeah. like let's say you have some shit on your penis and you want to get it out, you could you could use it on there. Or that, you yeah. could you could use it on your on your legs. Like mm-hmm. you said, you're sweating on your face. It's anywhere. Yeah, it's dude not just wipes. for poop. It's like maybe a bird bath in a bag, right? It's like it, yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. You, you could just so, throw it down the toilet. You could just wipe like your date off. Boom, just basically. like that. So, listen, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Amber Leroy, uh, amberleroy.com. If you need hand wraps, uh, gauze tape, if you need uh, anything you need as far as uh, bandages, I use them all the time for running. Dude wipes, once again, it will get you cleaner 
than a Jake Ellenberger drug test. Okay, Jake Dang, Ellenberger has had it's very clean. He's had over fifty fights, uh, thirty um, fights. Yeah, over over forty. Over forty fights. Yeah. Never failed a drug test. Never even come close. Okay, so uh, yes, I've been drug tested more than anybody in MMA. I bet. Really? Blood tested in urine. Oh yeah, okay. I got tested nine times. For one fight when I fought Robbie Lawler. Nine times? Nine times, blood and urine. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of times. That's like how yeah. many AIDS tests I get. So um, <laughs> so listen, you could follow me at Adam Comedian or at MMA Roasted. Go to adamhunter.com. This Friday night, I am headlining the Hollywood Improv. So, look, I know you're all going to watch Ellen, uh, we're gonna watch Mayweather versus Pacquiao Saturday, spending $100. So you're not going to be going out Friday night. Come out, So come out and see me, okay? That's what you should do. That's a weird Friday pitch. Night. Friday night. Jamie Kennedy's also on the show. Uh, he's nice. opening for me. So <laughs> adamhunter.com. If you want free tickets, hit me up. Free tickets. Thank you, Evan the Beard. Thank you for all you do, Evan. You can find Evan on Tinder. Uh, so <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, take care and have a great week. <laughs>